You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Two hours, 24 minutes. Yes, we are there, people. Welcome in, everybody. Happy Friday. That is Derek Gunn. I am Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take. Gunner, you can just feel it in the air, man. You can just, the the vibe, the ebb and the flow. It is football, baby. We are here. We have gotten there. We're actually going to have a game to talk about last night that was a real game. Not a preseason game where somebody played for five minutes and blah, blah, blah. No, real yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and that's what I told you. I mean, I get jacked up the week of the first game. And and, and like I said, it all, it's always preceded by the first full slate of college games over a weekend. Yep. And leading into this weekend, I can't get too jacked up about NFL Sunday because, you know, the more jacked up you get, the longer it seems to get here. Right. So – I'm I'm looking at you gotta stay busy. You gotta stay busy. Well, you know me. You you know me. That goes without saying, but yeah, you know, I'm looking at the slate of college games tomorrow, and I'm like, wow, you got Notre Dame, NC State, Utah, Baylor, Colorado, which has now become America's team against Nebraska, Ole Miss Tulane, Texas AM against Miami, and of course the biggie. Number eleven, Texas against number three, Alabama. Yep, Sark against Saban. Boom. Yes. 
No, oh, man, it is. It is exciting. You're right. It's right. Is there a better appetizer for, for everything that's going to go down on Sunday and, and Monday night than, than all those games tomorrow you just mentioned? No. 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 We, are, we are knee-deep in football, baby. It is, yes. it is beautiful. What's yes. up, everybody? What's up, all my friends? What's up, Corey, SB, Ricky, Roland, Jeremy, Tyler, Fitness Rebel? What's up, girl? James, What's up, people? Uh, Mo, Mr. Taz, Twiz. What's up, Smooth Swing Bella? Whoever I miss, jump back on, and I'll say hi to you too, JM. I hope everybody's doing well out Mr. there. Mr. Taz brings up a good question, Deegan. How much? How much did you miss because of grandkids? Um, that's a big one. We were all wondering. Yes. What's up, M. Reyes? What's up, uh, yeah. Man Bar? What's up, Kevin? Surprisingly, I didn't miss much at all. Um, and my what wife happened? they went to sleep. No, no. My wife kept saying, you want me to take the kids so you can watch the game? I said, no, I'm going to do both. I'm going to put this little one to sleep. This one-year-old, this one-year-old is out to get me, Rob. I'm telling you. <laughs> this, this kid's got a contract. Conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. This, this one-year-old's got a contract on me, man. He, 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 You can't sit him still. When he sleeps, he rolls around like a weeble wobble. He wakes up every 10 minutes. He slaps you in the head. He butted my wife in the nose early in the morning. Oh, 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 yeah. oh my God. Dude. It's like, and then his parents tell you, oh, he sleeps 12 hours. And I told my daughter, I said, don't, don't tell me that again. Don't, don't, don't ever tell me again. What he does at your house, he does the complete opposite here. Yeah. You know, it's just the way sleepovers work. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're not in your same routine. By the way, what's yes. up? Uh, what is that one? BL Torian. What is up? Sween Bull. What's up? Wow. Christy? What is up, James? What is up, Andrew? How you doing? Sween Bull. I see a lot of new ones in here I've ever seen before. I love it, man. I love it, James. What's Keep up? What's coming. So what's anyway, up, uh, but but you're right. Even when you were a kid, you remember like when you got older than that, when you slept over your buddy's house or whatever, you're up all night. You're screwing around. Not that, not that it's the same oh, yeah. thing with you, oh, guys, yeah. but, but you're just, you're out of your element. You're out of your, your usual, you know, routine. Yeah. Yeah. We do it. We do it for the love of the kids, but yeah. there's a price. There's a price to pay. <laughs> <laughs> got that right. Um, uh, so well, yeah, well, good news on the uh, as far as the practice goes. Eagles are really healthy, man. Uh, yeah, you know they're they're going to be rolling tomorrow uh, or on Sunday with with at least the full squad for whatever that you know whatever it is it is. Um, and as I always do, I try to check the line before we to see what what the what the movement is if there's it was any what, movement four, in, four yesterday in Vegas. Yeah, it, yeah, it's been really holding pretty firm there, uh, and that's still where it is. At four, it really, for about the close to a week, it's been four and not moving. Okay. So, uh, that's where we are with that. That's where we are with the game. And here's what we're going to do today we're going to give you strengths, strengths, easy for me to say, and weaknesses <laughs> <laughs> of both the, the Eagles and the Patriots and really kind of dive into some things because we got some good nuggets yesterday. I thought from Tom Curran from NBC Sports yes. New England, yes, especially uh, the the Pats of late against playoff teams. How about three and thirteen in their last sixteen? And, and Gunner, he even made a case, really, for like two of those games they had really not much business winning anyway. It was, it was sort of miraculous, uh, but anyway, that's where they are. Uh, you know, and, and Belichick has lost; they've lost their last two season openers, uh, I believe both to Miami. So, you know, there's, they want to establish, you know, yeah. who they are and, and what this is. If this looks any different this year than years past. And, and and something that's never been talked about before is Belichick on the hot seat. 
Right. Which Tom, which Tom Curran says, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, is there tension between Belichick and Robert Kraft? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, Robert Kraft wants to win. He's chastised. What did Tom tell us? He's basically chastised the Belichick's dra- drafts in recent years. That's his biggest uh, issue. Thinks he's still a good coach, but it's the draft. You know, yeah. piece of this. Yep. You know, we never heard stuff like this before when they were winning. When they were winning, you know, fifteen years of Camelot, you never heard all this stuff. Mm-hmm. When Tom Brady leaves, all of a sudden the bottom's falling out, which was to be expected. But yeah, you know, even the best of the best have a time limit. Andy Reid found that out in Philadelphia after fourteen years. Right. You know. Yep. And maybe it's the hoodies. And like I said yesterday, maybe it's the hoodies time to go. You know, he's a lifer football coach. You're going to have to drag him kicking and screaming out of football. Maybe there's a team next year. He may look at it and say, you know what? The pressure is off me. I can go somewhere else and try to build something over the next two, three years and call it a career. You know, another team like a Houston, another team like the Colts. He could be, uh, could, jo- could Jonathan Gannon be one and done it? And he takes over Arizona. You know, uh, yeah. I, look, I, I agree with you. Like, I don't think if he leaves, that's not it. He, I don't see him riding off into the sunset and being that guy. I, I, I think he's he's doing it till the very, very last, you know, second, man. That's for sure. No, I mean, I, you know, there's some people, some people that are just, um, they're just footballs in their veins. They don't know anything else. You know, you're gonna have to, you're gonna basically have to kick them out to get them out. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at Dick LeBeau. Dick LeBeau was a defensive coordinator, defensive coach when I was covering the Steelers for 10 years. He was he was still being a, a coordinator and an advisor close to 80, 80 years old mm-hmm. because he was that highly respected. You know, it keeps the mind and the body stimulated. It does. You know, my dad would always tell us that, you know, sometimes when you get to a certain age and you don't have anything to do, it's like dying a slow death. Yeah. Because you're not being productive. You just sit, the day goes by, you're not getting out, you're not doing a whole lot. But then I, I look at my father-in-law, who's 88 years old. You know, this man gets up every morning, same routine. He's, he's working on the pools, working around the house. He's fixing, he's tinkering, you know, and still he's he's still driving at I 88 think, years I old. I think it's critical. I do, you know man. So mental stimulation. My wife asked me all the time, "You do you think you want to do what you do, you know, beyond a certain age? If somebody wants to pay, yes, I want to do it. I want to keep mentally stimulated. Yes. Physically stimulated. Yes. Yeah. I, I think having whatever it is, it, whether it's, yeah. you know, working or whatever, you know, we want to call what we do here um, or, hey, I, I have to go here and golf or play tennis or I'm going to go here yeah. and, and go to my, uh, you know, my art class. I, I don't know, whatever. I think having a, a purpose and, and a plan, I think it helps you. Hey, all right. At 10 o'clock, I need to be here and I'm going to like that. I just think keeps you. You know, yeah, and, and my parents were, were struggling with their health uh, towards the end and they couldn't yeah. do that kind of stuff, unfortunately. And I yeah. and I think it just sped it up where they were, you know, they just couldn't get out of the house. It was tough, you know, whatever. But not to get into the whole thing. But anyway, I, I, I agree. I hope somebody hires me as a charter as a first mate on a charter fishing boat. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. Look, hey, we all need we need, you know, like uh, Andy Dufresne needed red. You know, he needed yeah. red to help him with yes. the boat you know, with his projects. <laughs> yes. So- um, all right. So a couple, a couple other things. We did have a game, as I mentioned last night, and the Lions beat the Chiefs 21 20. Um, first off, props to the Lions because they're, you know, I, I think they're a team now that believes they belong. That, that was the sense, the vibe that I got from right. them last night. Um, and I understand that Kansas City was compromised last night. I get it. And yes. we, we, I think really where you saw it, Gunner, 
was on the offensive side, not having Travis Kelsey. I give Casey's defense a lot of props. They did a good job without Chris Jones. Those boys, the boys are balling on defense. Again, it's an opportunistic defense. It's not a shutdown defense. Yeah. But they only gave up two touchdowns to Detroit. You know, a ricochet pick six turned out to be the difference in the game. Mm -hmm. Offensively, so 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 basically the defense performed well against a potential high-powered offense without Chris Jones. Right. Offensively, they should have won that game. Had their wide receivers not dropped passes like hand grenades, Kansas City would have won that game by at least seven points. Mm-hmm. At least seven points. There was two plays wide receivers wide open drop passes. Now, if Kelsey was there, they win that game hands down. They win the game hands down. I agree with you. I agree. I think it's one of those games where late in the game, Kelsey's there. They're going down the field and scoring. And it's it's a heartbreaker for Detroit, right? But it's it's yeah. it's a win. And, and that just shows you how – like somebody said last night, it was pretty funny. I forget who it was, maybe on one of the pregame shows. I, I can't remember exactly. But they, they said uh, – they're talking about Bosa signing his contract and coming back. They're like, I'm Travis Kelsey. I'm holding out right now, man. I, I'm not coming back to um, you know, like fully healthy, but give me a new deal. But because he means that much to them. But yeah, after, after, but what, was, after what Hawkinson did, after what Hawkinson did, deal wise in Minnesota, if I'm mm. Travis Kelsey, I'm like, ah, you know what? This hyperextended knee hurts a little bit more than it normally does. <laughs> and then you look at the numbers that NBC put up last night. You look at the numbers that they, they had an ISO shot of Kelsey, and they put up his numbers: 110 catches last year, over 1,300 receiving yards for a tight end. Yeah, You know, usually a tight end, good number, 65, 75 catches, you know, 800, 850 yards. That's an outstanding year. Those kind of numbers get tight ends paid, you know. Here's Kelsey playing tight end, but has the attributes of a wide receiver. He's the best of the best. Mm -hmm. There's no question about it. So what is he worth now? You know, now I know if if you know anything about Travis Kelsey, he's not going to hold out. He's not going to sit out. He's going to come back. You saw his face last night. He was driving him nuts that he couldn't get out there and players not, not making the plays. They're accustomed to making. There's no prayer he doesn't play this upcoming week. No, they got ten days to get ready for the. Yeah, next he's going to be he's going to be out of his mind having yeah. had to sit last if, week. If he has to play with one of those, you know those, uh, you know, like guys when they tear their Achilles, and yeah. they have that that uh, wheeler, that, that roller thing. <laughs> you know, yeah, if he has to play on one of those, he's get out on the field ten days from now. So yeah, I, I agree. I agree. He's he's going to play in that game. But it, yeah, I'll tell you what, entertaining game took you down to the wire. You know, I I, I still it thought, did. man, you gave Mahomes some time. He's going to score. You know, yes. Even with that crew, but yes. what you saw, man, Kadarius Tony flat out killed him in that game. Killed yeah, him. I mean, he had one catch for one yard. He had two drops. He's the one who deflected that one yes. uh, that right Brian Branch him. picked up, which was a nice play because Branch was kind of catching it like behind him and still yep. made the play on it. Um, but he, th- their wideouts came up really small in that game. I just I missed it in the chat. Somebody said. The Chiefs said Nelson Aguilar playing last night. That's cold blood. That's cold blood. <laughs> Nelson Aguilar. Oh, but I'm telling you, man, if I'm a Holmes, I'm having a discussion with my wide receivers, not next week, today. We're having a, we're having a closed-door meeting today. Yeah. Because they could have won that game. I thought, I thought Detroit would come out of the gate and at least put up 28, 30 points. But the Chiefs' defense made a lot of stops when they had to. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, Spagnola came after Jared Goff all night. He came after. Oh, he, did. He, did. he put his corners on an island, and those guys performed pretty well yep. for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, But it was a great game to watch. And you know, now all of the hype that we've been talking about and media across the nation has been talking about Detroit is going to increase now more so. 
and rightfully so. And it's good it's a good momentum builder for Detroit as well. But I'm sitting there texting back and forth with my cousin last night who lives in Milwaukee, and I'm going, this is bad news for Green Bay. This is real yeah. bad news. Well, I'll Green tell you, man, uh, Detroit's one-two punch at the running back spot, you know, oh. with David Montgomery and Gibbs is nasty. Dude, I saw Gibbs on that one run down the sideline. He shakes one defender. Mm-hmm. He lowers his shoulder, pirouettes, and keeps going and picks up three or four. I said, that's what the league's going to get. That's what the NFC North is going to get from this combination. Montgomery is still that guy from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Banger between the tackles, tough to bring down, sure-handed. That, you're right. That's a great one-two punch that Detroit has in that backfield. Yeah, it is. It is. They're, they're going to be fun. Look, they're a fun team to watch. There's no question about that. So that was a – Again, we got entertaining right out of the shoot, man. We did. We got very entertaining right out of the shoot. Um, Phillies tonight, Derek. Three game set begins with the Marlins. Uh, they, they, this is a, the Marlins team, even though they lost last night, comes in very hot. Phillies, it's it's a pretty tight race right now. Um, in the in that wild card, they're they're holding on to that one spot right now. But this is not a series you want to lose here because at this point, and again, the Cubs are right there. Cubs are two back. Uh, the Marlins are the la- are the are, are just outside looking in. They're a half yep. game back of the Diamondbacks, yep. who are in third. So it's a very critical series for both teams here. It's going to be a fun one. Actually. Yeah, I, I, there's no way the Phillies don't win two out of three games. I mean, they're 15 games over 500 at home, and the Marlins are four games below sea level on the road. And plus, you know, um, the Marlins don't have their ace pitcher pitching for them. It does make a difference because the Phillies tattoo him every time they play him anyway. Yeah. I don't think there's any way the Phillies don't win too. They may sweep the Marlins this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're without Solaire, yep. who is their premier premier power guy. They're without yep. Alcantara, as you mentioned. Yeah. It's a, you should be able to take advantage of that stuff if you're the Phillies. You should. Who's, pitch, who's pitching for the Phillies tonight? So, uh, your pitching order, and we know this has been beyond Wheeler, uh, sketchy to say the least. But uh, here's what you have uh, going into the series. Christopher Sanchez, who did not have a good last outing, but has been good oh. for them. I know. I Listen, oh. I, I, I got you. I mean, I, I know. I know. Oh. Uh, he goes against Yuri Perez, who's very good. Yeah, Yuri Perez, Perez. I love Perez. He's yeah. got a 2.86 ERA on the season. Yeah. This guy's yeah. nasty. Okay? This is a this is a tough matchup tonight. Uh, you got Nola tomorrow. Oh, jeez. Listen. Oh. Oh. And, then, and then Ranger goes on Sunday. That, that's what you have. Which, yes, I, the, I got the play, you. Hey, the playing field just got equal. The good thing is Nola goes against Johnny Cueto, who's not the guy he was years ago. He's you know Cueto's still in the league. He's still hanging around. Are you serious? Isn't he like seventy three years old? He's, now? he's getting up there, man. Yeah, he's he's no child. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yep. Yeah. All I, right. I, I predict the Phillies hit at least three home runs off Cueto. All right, I, that works for me. That would work for me. <laughs> All right, I want everybody in the chat to jump in on this. And, Gunner, I want to, I want you to jump in on this, okay? All right. All right, so here's the qu- Eagles question of the day for you. You're being given tickets. Yes. You're not paying for these tickets. Given tickets. All right? So yeah. before before I get hit with, I'm not paying. You're, these are freebies. Freebies, okay. They're good seats. This is not nosebleed. You, I can't okay. even tell what's going on down there. This is good seats. 50-yard line, seven rows up. All right? You get the get the full grasp of everything. All right? They used to have back in the day at the vet obstructed view seats. Oh yeah! If you were too far down yes. and behind the benches, you, you couldn't, couldn't see anything. See nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Player, People thought they were great seats. Eat. They're the worst seats you could have. The Man, worst. Premium money, and you're trying to look through players and can't even watch the game. You got to look at the jumbo trying to watch the game. You might right. as well stay at home and watch it What's on the TV. Point. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Good seats. 
freebies yeah. to an NFL game, yeah. you have your choice. Would you prefer to go to the game with knowing all of that or watch it at home, you know, in, in the comfort of your own, you know, space? What are you going okay. with? Okay. Um, so is it, is, it the, is it the Eagles home opener or just a game in general? Let's go game in general. Let, let, let's okay. go. It's it's uh, week four. Week four. All right. Sold out stadium. 50-yard uh, line, seven rows up. You know, you know I'm not going to that game. No, no, I'm not going to the game. No, I'm not going two hours before. I don't care about tailgating, and I'm not leaving early in the fourth quarter just to beat the traffic out. It defeats the purpose of going. Okay. Because if you don't go, if you don't, what if it's a close game down on the wire like last night's game? Right. You don't want to listen to it on the radio on the way home. You want to see it, right? Yeah, true, true. But if you stay there to see it, you're stuck in that parking lot for an additional hour trying to get out. You are no, I'm not going. No, All right. So under any circumstances, you are not going. No. Okay. No. So no. I'm curious. Uh, yeah, I'll put it to you this way: If I'm getting freebies and they're good seats, I'll deal with all the other crap. No, I will. No. I will deal with all the other stuff. All right. So let, let, let's run through it. Let, I'm going to work my way up here. All right. All right. Uh, Chuck says, depend on on how good the concessions are. Okay. What? The link has have nothing to do with it. Yeah, the, the link has good concessions. All right. Uh, well, usually have to watch at home. Food. All right. So mood swing Bella would go, but no, usually she's watching at home. Uh, I'm old and can sell the tickets. John Dickerson. Uh, there you go. Price of tickets. Now it's the only way I'm going to go at all. Okay. So they're yeah. freebies. They're True. freebies. Little tones going. He's going. Little tones right. He's going. Okay. $20 beer, $60 parking. Man. No, thanks. Wow. You know what? Thank you. That's another one. Dude. Whenever I pulled into whenever I pulled into the Wells Fargo Center parking lot, or even on the road, Rob, and I'm talking about places like let's say Green Bay and Buffalo. Yeah, you know, both of those stadiums sit in neighborhoods, right? Yes. And you yes. talk about entrepreneurs. You look, there's homes right across the street from. It's the crazy. You can yeah. Walk right to the stadium, right? Yeah. But you see people having tailgate parties in their front yard, and what do they do? They have signs. Park here for $40, $50, dollars They do that at Notre Dame, too, by the way. Yeah. It's, yep. it's great. So, football season, you make an extra party money. Yep. Think about this. You get eight or nine, now that you have 17 games, you get eight or nine chances where you can make two, $300 a game letting people park and tear up your grass and leave trash all over your yard. I know. I know. You know These responses are great, by the way, people. Keep them coming. This is but, awesome. But, dude. I'm not paying 56. Oh, for a cheap ticket for the NFL now is 250. Yeah. That's a cheap ticket. Oh, I, I know. So you have a family of four. That's just to go to the game, right? Yeah. You pay a, a minimum. You go AT&T Stadium in Dallas, see what you're paying there. Yeah. Go to these new stadiums, Vegas, Atlanta, see what you're paying for parking there. So you're paying $1,000 for a family of four just to get into the game, right? Yeah. Yes. 60 to park. Little Johnny and, and, and little, little Johnny, little Susie, they want food. They want concessions, right? <laughs> That's another 150 bucks. Right uh, not, and then and then just when the game's getting good, little Johnny, little Susie, mommy, daddy, I have to go to the bathroom. What? Yeah, yeah. Then you go to the bathroom. There's 45 people standing in front of you. Oh, I'm my like, God. I know. 20 minutes of the game. Well, that's the crazy thing, too, about going to a baseball game now, where you used to have, like, forever, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to go get something to eat. And you miss, like, one at bat. Now you can miss two innings. 
Yeah, just, just go on. <laughs> it's crazy now. I see, Joey B. Joey B. says, you know what, Rob uh, D. Gun, I pay five hundred bucks to watch a game at D. Gun's home on his patio deck and have him barbecue. Now that's an option. There's, there's a option. That would be kind of fun. That'd be an option, but that, you, that would be know. fun. It would be interesting, time. you know. I don't know, you know. First, you have to say, "Man, who am I letting in my home?" First of all, <laughs> you, have, you have to worry about that first. You got to vet that thing. You you need yeah. a big dom to make sure you know everybody yeah. gets clearance there. I need big dom with the, with the metal detector at the front door. You know, I need background background checks stuff like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's a good idea, and I'm thinking. Hey, you know, I could charge and make some money off this, right? Uh, well, listen, man. Make Christmas I, money. D Gun could be making some some coin here. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. You know, it'd be fun on a Saturday to just watch the college games. You know, you just sit back and chill and watch some of the college games and, and, and sit on the sit on the deck with the grill and the whole nine. That'd be fun. That's true. My wife, my wife keeps talking about putting a TV on a patio deck. I don't know about that. I did it. I had it for a little bit. It was um I liked it actually. My buddy's got a really good setup. Like he's got an overhang, and, and yeah. it, it, like the sun doesn't affect. Like it, it's right. really a good setup. I don't have that necessarily, so I have to sort of play around with it a little bit too much, and it, it became more of a hassle than it was worth. I, I get where people would want it. I mean, I it yeah. makes sense. You know, my my brother had that. He, my, I told you, my brother had a TV on his patio deck, and he had one in one of his bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> the bathrooms a that's a stretch, I'm man. Like, I mean, listen, you, you need it that badly? I mean, come on, man. I'm, I'm no. just saying. But yeah. you know, I, I said, eh, you know what? I don't want to deal with that. You know, and they have all these TVs now, outdoor type TVs, you know, yeah. leather, you leather get the, they can get them encased and stuff. Yeah, I mean, and all yeah. that good stuff. You know, I, I get it. You know, I just want to deal with it. And I do have I have an overhang, I have a pergola I can hang it from and all that stuff. But here's the thing, Rob, when you talk about going to a game, I have a big screen TV, I have a kitchen that's I have a refrigerator that's 30 feet from me. Right. You got a bathroom down the hall. I don't have to stand in line. I don't have to wait at concessions. I'm not paying. I'm not paying thirty bucks for a hot dog, fries, and a beverage, and that's just for me. I, I kind of knew where you were going with this, knowing yes, us. yes. But I, I, I figured if they were free, you might reconsider. Yeah, just throwing it out there. But oh, yeah, I, Rob, you know me, but look, Mister Tass says you got to let us OGs in at least. D gun. <laughs> Hey, look, that's why I don't like Super Bowl parties, man. All people want to do is chat. I want to watch the game. That is a problem. Like that's you, a problem. The, uh, you have to, uh, uh, if you're at a, a gathering, let's say like gathering, you want to call it a party, whatever, you got, you better have the right people. Like it better not be idle conversation about something that isn't about the game while the game's going on, uh, uniforms or nonsense. Like, yeah. If the Eagles are I don't another game, if if you're talking about it like a two teams you don't have interest in, that's fine. Eagles game, you better be locked in. Yes. And I'm I agree with you. Like I I've been to and had Super Bowl parties where all the talk is about the food and the commercials and or anything like, else other uh, than football. Or when you sit with guys, they want you to sit and analyze the game. Yes. I don't want to talk. I want to watch the game. I want to eat. I want to enjoy the game. I want to hear what the announcers are saying. I want to hear the stats that they're giving. I want giving. to see the replays. I want to see the replays. Yeah. Man, you go to Super Bowl parties, you got people walking in front of the TV and stuff. I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? Really? Well, and the other thing is, if it's an Eagles game, I'm not flip- – I don't want you flipping around. I don't want you going to the red zone during yeah, the commercial. Yeah. I don't want you doing any of that stuff. Just keep it locked in. Because inevitably we'll miss something because you don't get it back in time. At, you know, during the commercial, you don't time it up well enough. 
during the commercial. That's not acceptable either. Exactly. See, that's, see, Tim Allen says, hey, Gun, you're better off barbecue at your local American Legion, <laughs> VFW, etc. No reason to have people at your house. I like the, the latter part of that, but if you go into American Legion, VFW, now if you're doing it for you know, charity, charity, charity's different. Yeah. But just yeah. to go there, it, it's like having a Super Bowl party at your house. People yeah. talking, people noisy, you can't see people walking in front of the TV. It yeah. defeats the purpose of watching the game. You can't right. do that. Right. But, but then again, like if you have a trustworthy crew, like you have four or five of your, your, your people and you know that these guys are, they get it or gals, both sides. Yes. And you're cool. Because everybody gets it, we're locked in on the game. Okay, yeah. there's a commercial. Man, do you believe that play? What you know? That's that's awesome. But the problem is, you have to have the right crew that understands what it is. No, see, the problem is, even if you have the right crew, additional people end up coming. That's true. It messes up the whole thing. <laughs> so this, Dan's right. Going to an NF game is like going on a cruise and going to dinner on the cruise. I'm sitting next to some jackass from Cherry Hill asking me, "Who is that dude? Leave me alone." Hundred percent. Like, oh, I didn't know. Whoa. I didn't know so and so played for the Titans, and I'm just like, oh, I, I, I don't want to talk. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. I'm sorry if I'm if I'm if I seem rude, but when it comes to a football game, especially a big game, playoff game, Super Bowl, yeah, I just want to watch the game. So my wife, my wife will always ask me, "Do you want to have people over?" Nope. Do you want to go to so and so's party? Nope. Don't yeah. want to go. Nope. Yeah. Now I'll go like once every five or six years just to prove my point. And then after the game, it's like it's See? gonna be it's gonna be another five six years before I even consider this. Yeah, I well I don't like. Let me put it to you this way: it's rare, but if let's say we didn't, the Eagles weren't playing on a Sunday and we were off, and uh, you know, let's pick a good game: Chargers and the Dolphins. That's one of right. the good games this week. Right. My buddy says, "Hey, you want to come over and watch that?" Yeah, I don't care. I mean, that's different. I, well, I don't with care. A buddy, yeah, with yeah, one I'm, buddy. Yeah, yeah. That, but that's fine. I don't need to be super into every little thing with it. If I miss a replay, I'll, I'll live. But if no, it's the Eagles, it's different. In that case, he would say, hey, you want to come over and watch the game? My first response is, how many people are coming? <laughs> who's coming, yeah. Who's all, who's all going to be there? Yeah. And then certain people that are, you know, I have friends that, you know, I have a lot, of, I have some hardcore football fans, obviously, mm-hmm. but I have some that just like to be a, 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 at, the, at the moment. Yes. And those, and, and like, depending on the names that are said, I'm like, hey, man, I appreciate the offer. I can't make it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't make it. I know. I know. Look, and there's, that's real. And I would, I would include like, play, like Philly's playoff baseball or a Sixers playoff game. But it, it, I don't know other sport is like that. Like if I'm going like tonight, you know, if, if somebody said, Hey, let, let's get something to eat and we're going to, we'll sit at the bar and watch the Phillies. Yeah. I don't care about that. That's different. The, the Eagles it's there's 17 of them, man. I, I need to be locked in and watching every second. You know what else I've noticed from the, from the chat? What our our chat is not afraid to uh, to indulge uh, in some smoke. <laughs> There's a lot a lot of people don't want to go to the game because it would interrupt their uh, their festivities that they they do during the game. So you you're saying we have a lot of descendants of Bob Marley in this yes, chat? Bob Marley would be very proud of our chat section right now. Yes. Yeah, I'm with James Jones. James Jones said, "Yeah, my party days are done. I'm with you. I'm done. I'm done." I don't need a party soup. And some people live to have Super Bowl parties. Yeah, it's I'm, cool. not, I'm not one of those people. No, I don't. I don't. It's not. I don't care either. And John says, "How much would it take to watch a game?" Uh, that, that wouldn't be happening, John. I would. I would not want to be around a Cowboy fan no, as they're cheering no. their team no. and cheering against the Eagles. It, I know me, and it just wouldn't go well. So I would not put myself in that position. It's not acceptable. And nor would any of them ever be at my house. Let's be clear. 
would you would you share your ganja with them? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not. I wouldn't share anything with them, but especially that. Yes. Uh, yeah. Dank. Willie Nelson is my spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got a lot of people in here who believe in the theory of puff, puff, pass. Exactly. <laughs> or don't pass. Um, oh, man. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that'll that'll be interesting to see the way that goes. All right, we're uh, we got a little we're having a slight technical uh, flaw here, so we're not going to break, Gunner. We're just going to keep okay. rolling here. All right. So uh, one of the things we're going to do today, like I mentioned, is strengths and weaknesses when it comes to both the Eagles and the Patriots. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna dive into that. Actually, we're good now. Okay. All right, Tone, just we're good. All right. Yeah. So what we'll do is we're gonna sneak in a quickie here, um, and when we come back first we'll we'll dive into the eagles first okay then we'll do the patriots second and and just what the strengths are what the weaknesses are and you know it, it you kind of you jog your memory a little bit um you know really what went down you know this this off season you kind of forget about it for a second but anyway um that's what we'll do when we come back uh and, and a lot of ground to cover man when it comes to uh when it comes to this game, I'm uh, really looking forward to, uh, Dude, to, to look at Joey B getting ready, man. Ganja, Boulder, Huskers, it's gonna be fun. Well, hey, He's man, about Colorado hosting Nebraska in the home opener tomorrow. Well, the other part is where Joey's at. He's he's good to go. He's totally legal, man. No issues hey, there. I tell you, Rob, I've, I've been to Denver three or four times covering the Eagles, and in the latter years, um, going to Denver, yeah, um, dude, I, my crew and I, when you drive around town, it is it, it was shocking. You have you have drive up dispensaries everywhere. Yeah. You see cars seven, eight, ten deep drive up like you picking up medication at CVS. I know, man. I, well, that's what got me. That's what got me about LA. Like we were in LA and we were we were in Santa Monica and we walk out of our hotel and and dude, it was like a Cheech and Chong movie. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, okay, right on the street. Boom. And it was a little reality check. It was a reality check. You walk out your hotel room, get a buzz. Like, hey, I'm man, telling you, man. Lunches, like, man. What's going on? <laughs> um, all right. Let's get a timeout. We'll come back. Uh, oh, yeah. Eagle strength and weaknesses going into this season. That's Derek Gunn. I'm Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take. Jacob Sports YouTube Network. I want to tell you about Bravo Pizza of Havertown. Yes, thrilled that they are a part of the family here, part of the show. I'll actually be stopping in and we'll be seeing and hearing from Alex, the owner of Bravo Pizza, a little bit later today with the, with the great thing that they're doing on Monday, which I'm going to tell you about in a second. But uh, Bravo's been family owned since 1985. Um, they have 20 different styles of pizza. They have slices to go. They have the upside down, a.k.a. the grandma pizza, which I'll be getting tonight. They have the you name it. They'll make it any kind of specialized pizza your way. But it's not just pizza. It's fresh pasta, sandwiches, wings, wraps. They're so committed to the community, uh, whether it's little leagues, whether it's schools. I'll, I'll tell you about a great charity in a second, but you can follow them on Instagram and Facebook at the Bravo Pizza of at the Bravo Pizza of for daily specials and promotions. They're at 1305 Westchester Pike Manoa Shopping Center, Havertown, 1305 Westchester Pike Manoa Shopping Center, Havertown, 610-446-3810, 610-446-3810. But let me tell you what's happening this Monday, which is September 11th. It is pizza for a cause. 12% of all proceeds will go to Team Foster. That's right. From 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., portion of the proceeds go to help Team Foster provide service dogs to injured and disabled vets. All right. That's at Bravo Pizza of Havertown. 
I just gave you the info there. Bravo Pizza of Oxford, 601 Commons Drive, Oxford, Pennsylvania, 610-467-1616. But l- l- listen, it, it, it takes a lot of money to train service dogs. It takes upwards of $25,000 to raise that kind of money for the dogs. And they are such a help. They are so critical for, for everything that goes on with our veterans. And, and, and Team Foster is founded in honor of Captain Eric Foster. He was an Army Ranger, sadly killed in action in Iraq in 2007. And it, Team Foster's mission is no hero left behind. So they raise money to provide service dogs to disabled vets. To date, they've raised nearly $2 million and helped partnering nearly 500 dogs with vets in need. And this is this is the tough thing. And this is why this is so important, right? More than 20 vets and service members lose their lives every day to suicide. So service dogs are invaluable tools in that fight. And, and more than just pets, they are highly skilled, life-saving animals who have been trained for two years. All right. So you can go to teamfoster.org slash donate, teamfoster.org slash donate, or stop on out Bravo Pizza of Havertown, Bravo Pizza of Oxford this Monday between 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. And you know what? Here's a little sampling of what Bravo brings to the table. Go passionately, go fearlessly, go confidently. Go Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust. Go And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds.
the greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. Welcome back, everybody. Happy, happy Friday, one and all, as we gear up for week one. We're actually into week one after last night's game, but we look ahead to the Eagles and the Patriots, certainly 425 on Sunday. Yes, Derek. Hey, Rand, you're right, man. We got a lot of people that like to uh, experiment. Partake. Partake. I love love shrooms. (laughs) What is this? Now now we may know what goes on during our show, Derek. yeah, do we really need to do all this stuff for for legal reasons? Do we I, really need to? Listen, there's a lot going on. I don't. I know mean, there's, there's, aren't, aren't there still a few states that have not legalized marijuana yet? I'm, I'm, it, I don't think every state is. Is it is it legalized across the country? I mean, I, I think a, a lot of our friends uh, may be suffering from glaucoma. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure. You know, what do I know? Hey, I got, um, I got, a, I got two questions for you. Yeah. First of all, you know, and I, I keep forgetting to ask you this, but my wife wanted me to ask you a question on her behalf. Also, first of all, my question is, how are you not big as a puffer fish going to Bravo Pizza two or three times a week? How's that possible? You like, you weigh like 160 pounds. Lots How's that possible? I, I, honest to God, I like it. it just uh, genetic lottery luck. Uh, very fast metabolism. It, 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 it's. It, it's nothing I'm doing. I, I take zero credit for it. I mean, you. I mean, you're talking about the. And I'm. A, I'm going on your recommendation that the food is excellent. You know, yeah, yeah. based on what you're telling me. Um, and you're talking about eating the wraps and and and, and the pastas and the pizzas, yeah. all these carbs. And I'm like, man, I look at food. My gut expands about I, another six inches, man. Here, here's what I do. I, I don't eat. I don't eat a ton for breakfast. You know, I, you know I what I eat. eat breakfast Cheerios. Yeah. I don't eat a very. I've eat a very light lunch. Okay, you I eat do lunch. Not not like I haven't had anything today. But what I do is I overdo it on dinner. Okay, because I'm starved. And you're not. It's the dumbest way to go about it. Like anybody will tell you, if you're trying to lose or maintain weight. You eat tiny little portions during the day. You keep yourself satisfied. Yeah. That way you don't go crazy, you know, at one certain minute. So I do it all wrong. Right. Um, but I don't, I don't like for at least two of the three meals I have, and I don't usually snack a ton, but for the two of the three meals, I don't gorge myself. I, I overdo it on, uh, but, and I'm also active. I'm not like, uh, I don't like live at the gym, but I'm always moving. Always. Right. 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 So, that's all. But it's more luck than anything else. See, my, my wife says my biggest problem is late night snacks. 
That's not five. She's talking about have five a night. That's not true. Five? Don't five listen that. to her. It's not, she said that. No, I love that Trish just, just fires off five right yeah, there. Yeah, she said that she's firing off. But no, so her question is, because yeah. she's heard this Bravo pizza commercials for so long, yeah. is that can Rob, does Bravo pizza make Chicago-style pizza? Because she doesn't want to have to go to Chicago to get it. They, I think they do. Uh, they will incorporate the deep dish. They're, they, they have every, it is brick oven. It is. Uh, they do a lot of the thin. Like the thing I'm getting tonight, I'm getting the grandma, which is like an upside down. Is it a pizza? It's a th- it's a pizza. It, it's a thicker sort of crusty kind of thing. I think Trish would like that. I think it'd be, it'd be very. It's very like Midwesty kind of. And I know she's from California, but you guys you know spent time in the Midwest. I think it, it's more like Detroit and Chicago deep dish style. Okay, you said you said upside down, but see, it's not deep. Did you see? You should have said yes or no. It's got to be deep. Dish I, uh, you know what? We're having Alex on at two forty. We'll ask him. Okay. All yes, right. we will. John ask Giverson him. says, "Show us your candy, your candy drawer." <laughs> <laughs> I do love, I do love sweets. I'm, I'm guilty there too, man. If there's sweets in the house, I'm, I'm, I'm bad, man. I'm See, bad. people always ask me. How are you not 500 pounds without my wife's baking? She didn't have time to bake like she used to and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, when I was more active, you know, um, it didn't bother me. You know, right. but I have to be careful about it. But see, my biggest problem now is like when I'm sitting there researching, you know me, I'm up to two or three at, at night, every night. Yeah. Um, when I'm when I'm doing it, I'm I'm, re- I'm, I'm dabbling in things like Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> well, here's the other thing. You said Oreos. <laughs> Or you know what? I, oh yeah, I that, love Oreos, man. Here's the thing, though, Rob. Now we now I, I rib you about eating dried Cheerios. Here's what I have: when I have Oreos, and I don't do it often. When I have Oreos, I I, I spread peanut butter on top of it. Oh, yes. Yeah. My wife's famous chocolate chip cookies. She goes, "It's the in- biggest insult ever." I take her chocolate chip cookies, I put peanut butter on it. Oh, my God, man. Yeah. You, you, says, don't, oh, you don't need to be doing that. You don't need to be adding peanut butter to this stuff, man. I know. But, but Rob, it, it's peanut butter, man. Oh, I do Jif- like the double. You can't Jake, get enough jiffies, Jake, man. Jake likes the double stuff. I'm, I'm, she I'm, says I'm, globs. Look at that globs. Yo, here's the other the other part of it. Ram <laughs> <laughs> Rams, I weigh 223, brother. Yeah. 5'11", 223. No, but here's the, here's the thing. It, it's hard. I'm not making excuses because obviously if you're disciplined enough, you whatever. But we work really weird hours sometimes. Yes, we we're do. we're working nights and it's crazy and you're running from one thing to the next. It, it's not like we have a traditional nine to five. Where, hey, I'm, we're no. sitting down to eat at 530. Every, like, it's just not like that. So sometimes you got to either eat and go eat something that maybe you can make faster or stop yeah. uh, go through a drive or whatever i'm just saying it, 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 there's a tendency to get yourself in trouble with not eating great uh I mean, even, even think about when we were in office at nbc you know we didn't work just nine to five your days could be eight to six you know noon to eight and you know three, we three all, thirty to, a, yeah, to twelve yep. and, we all, and we all had the there's you know one thing about where wells fargo center is located there's a lot of great deli shops around, and we, we remember the one drawer we had. We had like 50 different recipes. Uh, oh my god! Menus, yes. Uh, Chinese uh, cheese steak, yes. and they all delivered to us. You know, yes. because they were within a 10 mile radius. Yeah. So all of us, we would all, you know, get get food. And that's yeah. Who's getting what? As soon as we would finish the early yeah. show, all right. What? Who's in? Yeah. Whatever. Who's in? Yeah. You know. That's the way yeah, you live your lives. Yeah. I know, but no, JM's right. Meal prep, you're right. I mean, easy. I, I, like I said, it, it, if you ultimately really make a commitment to it, you could do it. But I'm, 
I'm lazy. So anyway. Um, so, peanut butter of choice, Jiffy's, all day, every day. Peter Pan. Peter Pan. What? Peter Pan. I'm a Peter Pan man. What is wrong so, with you? <laughs> a lot. Where do you want to start? How much Jiffy time do you have? has been a staple since the inception of time, man. I know. We don't have enough time for me to tell you how what's wrong with me um all right <laughs> let's start with the eagles derek let's start yes, with sir. the so we're looking at strengths and weakness let's go positive first yes uh best team last year in the league against the pass yep 70 sacks yes sixth in the league in points allowed so there's a lot of good there now did they lose some some of those people that contributed to that yes they did but I think there's still a lot of good people back. Let's stay on what the positives are. Third in scoring, fifth in rushing, ninth in passing, runner-up MVP, 2,000-yard receivers, best offensive line, phenomenal tight end. There, That's a lot of positives on both sides of the ball. Absolutely. Uh, and, and one of the better kickers in the league. When we never give the guy any credit, Jake Elliott's one of the better kickers in the league. I'll, I'll put him in a top five. In I do, Rob. I'm a big Jake Elliott fan. Yep. That man's that man's almost automatic every yep. time he steps on the field. Yep. And no matter what distance they call him to kick from, you know, there's very few kickers, especially when a game is on the line or if it's a close game, nip and tuck. When your kicker steps on the field and you feel 100 percent positive, I don't sweat him can, ever. Derek. Don't sweat I don't. Him. Now he misses a few. That's every kicker does. Yeah. But in terms of making kicks when he has to, that man is money. Yep. You know, yep. great money. Yes. You know, and when you think about it, think about this. Even going back to the Andy Reid tenure, this team has always had pretty good kickers. They have David Akers forever. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're right. They 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 have been very – you know, for the most part, they had good punters. Like, Donnie Jones was really good, man. You know, like some of those guys they had over the years were very good punters as well. Um, you know, well, what's – there's – by the way, Sirianni still wouldn't uh, – he was asked today. He still wouldn't cop to who the punter is. Do you believe that he's still, like, what are we doing? Is this some kind of competitive advantage where we're not saying it's Sippos? We do you believe it's going to be anybody other than Sippos? No, it feels like Sippos to me, you know. And when it when they put him back on the practice squad, and I was told it was for insurance purposes, I'm thinking then they're gonna have this dude kicking for him again. They're yes. gonna have this guy punting again for him. It's gonna drive Rob nuts for the entire season, yes, you know. And I'm gonna go out of my way. And do my best not to egg you on when it comes to that. <laughs> but you know me, there are those moments when I can't pass up. I, you can't help yourself. Get out of here. I know. Um, <laughs> but listen, that's a that's a lot of good we just laid out. A team that scores a ton, does not give up a ton, gets to the quarterback, protects their quarterback, has skill position guys. I mean, you look last night, Kansas City minus Kelsey. I don't love what's going on there, man. I don't love their wide receiver situation. Mahomes will perform magic and overcome it. I get it. But you're asking him to do a lot if, if there's no Kelsey there. You know, I saw I saw somebody tweet today, uh, the Chiefs kingdom has fallen. No, it hasn't. Come on. Are you serious? Stop. As long as that dude named Mahomes is under center, they're going to win more games. They're going to lose. They're going to be in the playoffs. Unless that team is decimated by injuries across the board, Unless Mahomes misses a significant amount of games due to injuries, there's no way Kansas City's not making a playoffs. I agree 100%. There's there's absolutely – I'm telling you, man, Kelsey plays, they win that game. Like, as much as it's close and fun to watch and all that, it's a typical Chief uh, a come, come from behind and probably win the game. And and think of how many times less he would have targeted Kadarius Tony or Sky Moore or the other guys. 
a lot of those yeah. balls would have been going to Kelsey anyway. So yeah. I'm not buying any kind of Chiefs falling or any of that stuff. Like they showed you last night, they could survive without Chris Jones. On the Absolutely. Side. And they should have won without Kelsey. Yeah. Wide receivers did them in last night. They should have won that game. Hundred. And the, and, the, and the pick six was a defining moment of the game. There was a it difference wasn't. in the game. It was. You held Detroit to two. And it's the first game of the season. I get it. Both teams were not where they're going to be, not as sharp, making mistakes. I get that. Yeah. But the bottom line is they don't give up that pick six. They win the game. That's it. Very simple. Yeah. So I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't start the, uh, the Kansas City's done thing if, if that's where people are going, even a little bit. Um, all right. Then let's go to the question marks that we have for the Eagles. Yeah. Well, let, let me go back to what you're saying. Sure. Oh, oh no, go ahead. Go to question marks. I'm okay. sorry. Go ahead. So they, look, I mean, there's, there's a lot of turnover here, especially on the defensive side of the ball, but you have two new coordinators. Um, you're going to be counting on Jordan Davis, Reed Blankenship, Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, Nicobe Dean and, and Cam Jurgens to a pretty large extent to come in and play and play well and not, you know, take a step backwards defensively. When you're asking that many kids, that many young guys, and I had the opportunity to hang out with a Kobe Dean last night, Derek. He's he, my God, what an impressive. I'm gonna say like an old man here. Yeah. But what an impressive young man. He is really smart. He is really yeah. driven. He's got a lot of Jalen Hurts character yeah. traits. Like he's a film junkie. He's constantly asking the right questions. Like, and he's humble. I, I love man. As a human being, there's nothing not to love about Nicobe Dean. I'm just telling you. But Here's anyway, you know. you're yeah. asking about a lot, yeah. though, collectively of younger guys to step up. That's yes, you are. But here's what you need to know about Nicobe Dean. He went to a prestigious university like Georgia. He got a degree in engineering. Yeah. That tells you where his head's at. The dude went and got a degree in four years in engineering. Okay? That's all you need to know. Yeah. Now, if he can parlay that into the football, you know, acronyms also – you got yourself a potential Pro Bowl player here. Mm -hmm. But you're right, Rob. Uh, very low-key, very humble, um, and goes about his business accordingly. He understands the magnitude of the situation, yep. and he understands he's going to be under the microscope every time he steps on that field game day. He gets it. Mm -hmm. You know, Luckily, he's surrounded by enough veteran presence that can help him out in a lot of situations. That's going to be, that's going to be big. And he's lean. I know he's leaning a lot on like Fletcher and Brandon Graham and those guys. Uh, I when like, I, I, when I saw, I saw Brandon as well last night, when Brandon saw him, he lit up. Yeah. He lit yeah. up. He loves him. Um, so it was fun. Thank you, father, Sean. I yeah, interviewed, uh, Nicobe last night on WIP. Appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, he, and he was great. He was absolutely great. But, um, you know, I, I think the, the question I have is collectively, right. Yeah. yeah. When you have an, you know, a new, two new D tackles who are going to be playing a good amount when you have a new little linebacker, when you have a new safety, when you have a new defensive end, who's going to be in the, in the rotation, right. Uh, you know, there's going to be, I think be a, a grow, a learning curve that we're going to all have to take into account with these guys for a little bit, at least. There's a lot of athleticism on that defense, but it's going to take a little time to mess when you're integrating that many new components to the overall equation. And you don't get to play that much in a preseason together. It's going to take a while. It's going to be some trial and errors. And then you have a new defensive coordinator who's going to go through some trials and errors also. It's a, the first few games are a test. What matchup, what combination of people do I want on the field in certain down situations? If it's strictly a passing um, situation, who, who are the four I want attacking? You know, if it's, if, if it's a possible pass-run situation, who do I want on the field in that regard? So it, it takes time. It takes time. It's going to take a few games to, to see exactly – um, 
what they have and where they want to implement it. Yeah, and that's the thing. I I just it's like the defense you see week one. I don't think is going to be the defense you see week nine. I think they're going to be much better because they're young. A lot of times, you're right, Derek. No matter what, the first game is a feeling out thing, and guys are getting still getting in condition and all that. But if you have a veteran laden defense, your defense is going to look pretty similar later in the year than it looked early in the year. Not the case right. with this Eagles team because they are very right. very young, so it's going to take right. a little while. But right. I would say right. if you if you're on a scale with this. I would say the strengths are, are way higher than, than the question marks and weaknesses for sure. Oh, there's no question. This team is built to win now. You know, it's it's not an either-or situation. They're, they're, they're built to win now. And you go through growing pains. You have to, you have turnover. When you've had the success that they've had, people are coming after your players. People are coming after your coaches. And sure enough, the cupboard, cupboards, the Eagles' cupboards were raided by a lot of teams for their coaches and for strategic players. You know, how do you fill the void? I thought thought Howie Roseman and that brain trust did a great job of filling the void both yep. in free agency and, and by way of the draft. You got two players you didn't expect to be where they were in the draft. The Eagles got both of them from the same university. Yeah. You know, and you can plug and play these guys. It's not like, well, they're going to have to, you know, slowly come along. These are guys you can plug and play. My big concern is how sound is that shoulder of Nolan Smith? Can that shoulder hold up? Big concern, man. Big concern. Yep, it's a big, big, big concern. And I that's you're right. Whenever he's in, that's something I'm really going to be looking at closely. You know, every every time with him. Yeah, yeah. Twiz, Twiz, you could throw Sidney Brown in there. I I, I saw uh, you had mentioned. I, I don't think I yeah I don't see Ringo getting unless there's injuries a ton of run. Maybe right. I mean maybe he will. Uh, but I think Sidney Brown could work his way into this thing. Yeah, pretty pretty a quick. Lot, a lot sooner than later. Yes, yeah. I agree a hundred percent in that regard. Yep. Does that uh, mean Edmonds is on the bench? Because obviously they're committed. They're committed to Blankenship, and until further notice, you know, rightfully so, he's earned that right. Yeah. But you know, when you put two young guys in the back end, mistakes can happen. Again, growing pains. They're athletic, talented, smart young players, but there's certain little nuances they have to go through first. Exactly. You know? and, and, it, and hopefully it doesn't cost them somewhere. Yeah, and, and it, it well, right. And that's why you hope a lot of times when we get to like week 14 or 15, we say they're no longer rookies. I hope that's what we're saying about the Eagles. Like a lot of these guys are no longer rookies. That's for sure. Uh, all right. When we come back, we're going to do the other, the, the exact thing with the Patriots. We're going to look at the strengths. We're going to look at the question marks that they have going into this game. We'll also look at their schedule because Derek, they're in a division yes. uh, where they're going to have to have a pretty darn good record just to get in. So we'll, we'll, we'll dig into that as well when we come back. By the way, uh, we'll go through our, our favorite games of the week. We will give exact score on the Eagles uh, a little bit later in the show as well. And we have our full-blown NFL segment in addition to everything else that we always do. So don't go anywhere. That's Derek Gunn. I'm Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this NFL Eagles Friday. Yes, let's talk about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group because – you know, finding that right person, the person that you can trust with your finances is, is a challenge. It's hard. It's very critical, though, that you, you get it right. I got it right with Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group, and I want you to get it right, too. You can give him a call, 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751. Whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, you might have a small business and you need help with your employee benefits, that's another resource that Jim can help you with. Pretty simple here. Reach out to him, give him a call, or email him at Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y, dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray, 
www.jim at principal.com. If you own a company and you're not producing a podcast, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. 267-261-3428. Heading down the shore. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Thanks for hanging out. Appreciate it. That's Derek. I'm Rob. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Friday. All right, Gunner, let's look at the Patriots. <clears throat> Did you see this story, by the way? <clears throat> Excuse me. Bill Belichick <clears throat> and his longtime girlfriend oh, have, have broken up. Um, and there's there. <laughs> Oh come on, man! Are we, come on, man! Let Bill let Bill live his private life, man. Oh, come I don't on. listen. I, I bring it up for a specific reason. I don't care about it. whatever. I mean, do your thing. First of all, he was out kicking his coverage, but good for him. Um, but there's concern that she has a lot of secrets, and if this thing gets mm-hmm. ugly, she may spill the beans on some stuff that she knows. And we know Hoodie's a little shady, you Wait. know. Do do we really know he's shady? Um, really? Hello, 
Spygate? No. Has it ever been confirmed? <laughs> yeah, because Roger Goodell burned the tapes. No, it hasn't been confirmed. Working at you know a conspiracy in conjunction with him. Um, but I'm just saying that's that's out there. Let's just just leave it at that. All right. We'll see. We'll see what ends up happening there with uh, with her. Wow. Yeah, correct. Uh, yeah, let, let that man live his life, man. Nobody, Bill ain't bothering anybody. Why well, we got to dip in Bill's personal business? Come on, man. Because if all of a sudden she starts saying, uh, you know what? Uh, they they cheated here. They cheated there. They did this. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay. Right. Man, can you imagine? Can you imagine if she starts spilling personal stuff about Bill, man? Oh. That's why. Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. You know, if I was single, I'd, I'd stay out the streets, man. I, I wouldn't be out. Hey, man, it's too much treachery out there these days, dude. Yeah. Especially with social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know who you're dealing with nowadays, man. It's uh, dangerous in these uh, streets, Dion. Like, yep. Huh? It's dangerous in these streets. Yeah, man. You know, if, if I was a single, I mean, what, what, you know, ain't no way in the world I'd be running out of these streets, man. Because, hey, man, people, everybody's pointing cameras at everybody. Everybody's in everybody's business. Yeah. <laughs> You don't need that, man. You don't even know what I'm doing. It's a different world now. Uh, that's for sure. So keep that in mind. Maybe that affects his coaching. You know, who knows? Um, all right. Let's go to their strengths here. All right. Their strengths are uh, defensively. The, boy, what happened? This rebel. D-Gun ain't made for the street. No. D-Gun ain't made. D-Gun private. D-Gun, D-Gun like to do what D-Gun like to do. You don't need to know my business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um all right uh they they were uh eighth in in defensive scoring they only they gave a 20.4 per game they were good there last year right they recorded 55 sacks which is the third most in the nfl they were sixth against the run uh not great against the pass which we'll get to in a minute they were not great against the pass matthew judon 15 and a half sacks josh Uche, 11 and a half sacks um ramadre Stevens. i don't think this guy gets the love uh, over a thousand yards, over five yards per carry yeah. as well. So there are positives there for sure. Um, yeah, and, and I expect this to be a very methodical uh, offense. Um, now that you have Zeke back there running with Stevenson, um, Bel- Belichick's going to want to control the clock. Now with Bill O'Brien back there, um, I'm, I can't wait to see what kind of passing game he implements. I, I can I can see. Play action from Bill O'Brien, rolling out, rolling Mac Jones out of the pocket, dumping off to the tight end, dumping off to a receiver in the flat, in the flats, um, quick crossing routes, stuff like that. Swing pass to the backside of the backfield. Tell the quarterback get the ball out of your hands as quick as possible. See it and be it as quick as possible. When you look at them defensively, you know for a number of years, you know you had you know Judon in the middle, and then you had Devin McCourty on the back end, you know which is really one two significant brain trips. Well, now McCourty's retired. So how are they going to fill that void on the back end? You know, not just in terms of athleticism and veteran presence, but in terms of communications also, mm-hmm. you know, that's huge. Who takes, who picks up that slack? Because McCourty was very good at that. He was and, and yeah. such a cerebral player too. Man. Yes. He was smart. So yeah. who picks up that slack for them? You still have Judon and Judon is one of the best linebackers in the game. Mm-hmm. No question about that. Yeah. But what kind of talent do they have surrounding them now? It's a, it's a good, it's a good question. You know, it's a good question. And look, they're, um, they have a lot of questions. Uh, does this Patriots team? I mean, um, as I mentioned, they were 16th against the pass 
they were 17th in points per game scored offensively, yeah. middle of the road, 20th in the passing game, only 208 yards per game. Yep. Um, you know, Mac Jones, I think Belichick did a lot to sort of set him back last year. The question is, how much has Bill O'Brien, you know, torn it down to the studs and build that thing back up with him to get him yes. where he was? Yes. You know, and, and according to Tom Curran, who we had on yesterday, apparently, you know, O'Brien's done a nice job getting him sort of back on his feet. But but again, we'll see. And I keep saying this. He's got OK weapons, but not great weapons. No, there, there's no weapon wide receiver wise in that arsenal where you think, oh, man, that dude could be a problem. I mean, they've got a number of teams they're going to face where wide receivers are a problem. You know, when you start talking about Stefan Diggs, uh, Je- Justin Jefferson, uh, on that Garrett Wilson on down the list, you know, you got a number, you know, of receivers, you know, CD lamb, uh, um, you know, Brandon cooks, uh-huh. um, you got some receivers that you're going to have to be on your P's and Q's, but Juju Smith Schuster is a nice receiver. He's a better possession receiver than he is a deep threat. Yeah, he's, he's, very a really good, he's a yeah. really good route runner, you know, but you can contain that, you know, you Eagles have two corners that can contain that as well. Right. Um, but in terms of just worrying about somebody going over the top on you, you know, there's no Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle on this roster, on this yes. Patriots roster. True. You know? Very, very true. Um, so that's why I said this is the perfect matchup for the Eagles coming out of the gate, you know, to find out what we have, what we still need to improve on, um, you know, because th- th- on the offensive side, they don't have a quarterback that strikes fear into you. They don't have wide receivers that strike fear into you. And possibly three-fifths of their starting offensive line could be out for this game. It's a huge deal. Uh, you know, and definitely Reef, and if the other two play, they're not 100%. So, uh, I, as I said to you earlier, my key for this thing is, for the Eagles, is the defensive line. The Eagles defense right. Right. go up in a big way. And the pass rush – you need to be all over Mac Jones and force him into some mistakes. They and need to hunt. They need to hunt. Yeah. And I, look, I respect Bill O'Brien and what he did. He was he was a very good offensive coordinator with the Patriots. Did a good job at Penn State. Did a good job, you know, the first bunch of years in Houston until he got all the power. Yeah. Then went sideways, and then he went down to Alabama and did a great job. So he, yes. he he's a very well respected offensive mind. Make no mistake, it, it's a huge upgrade from Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. It's night and day. Oh my Close. And that was a direct correlation why Mac Jones struggled the way his numbers dipped off the way they did compared to when um, you know two years ago when yeah. he was a rookie, yeah. you know. And now he's got he's got somebody that can that can see it for him and help him visualize it a lot better. You know, you know, again, all you hear coming out of Patriots camp all summer long is how different Mac Jones looked. Even Bel- Bel- Belichick glowing reviews of Mac Jones. You don't you never hear Belichick say that. No, yeah, just, I, just I, don't you think? I think part of that is he knows he screwed up. He'll never say it. He knows he screwed right. up. You know right. what he did there. But to, just to your point, let, let's go uh, rookie year compared to last year. Okay. Yes. He played all seventeen his rookie year. He missed three games last year, so that you take that into account with a little bit of this. But um, completed three hundred fifty-two passes for sixty-seven point six percent rookie year last year. Uh, completed just 288. He dipped to 65%. So that went down. Passing yards went from 3,800 to 2,900. You know, almost 3,000. I mean, his, his passing yards were you know, down pretty significantly. Uh, yards per uh, uh, completion, 7.3 to 6.8. Touchdowns, 22 to 14. 
interceptions. He had 13 his first year, 11 last year. Right. Uh, passer rating, 92.5 rookie year, 84.8 last year. QB rating, 56.9 rookie year, 38.4 last yep. year. It, 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 you know, pretty significant drops there across the board. And you don't mm. usually see that. Usually the second year, everything's naturally going to go up from your rookie year. He had a pretty decent rookie year. Yeah, he did. And he set a rookie record for quarterbacks for passing attempts without an interception yeah. as well. That's that's unheard of for a rookie quarterback. You know, rookie quarterbacks always see ghosts and make mistakes, mm -hmm. but he didn't he didn't make that mistake. And I believe he had what 26 touchdowns and how many interceptions his rookie year? 22 and 13. Uh, 22 13. Okay. Yep. Not bad numbers for a rookie. No, it's pretty good numbers. Yeah. And, and again, he didn't have great weapons, I I, no, I would say. So yeah. you you look at their um their schedule here, Derek, um this year. So it's the Eagles. I mean, you're they're starting off with the defending NFC champions. Then at home. Then they get Miami at home. That's a very tough game. That's Sunday night. Then they go to the Jets with Aaron Rodgers next week. Then they go to Dallas. Jeez. Then they Jeez. have New then they have New Orleans at home. Jeez. Then to the Raiders. Then Buffalo at home, then to Miami. That their first eight games are really hard, dude. They don't have they don't have a breather, and and, and uh, until the back to back weeks, week nine and ten, Washington and Indy. Yep, That's those it. two yeah. games can go either way. And then after that, you pick it up at the Giants. Oh, uh, home for the Chargers, home for the Steelers, home for the yeah. Chiefs, at the Broncos, at the Bills, dude. home for the Jets. And that is a really hard schedule they have. Uh, uh, I'm going to say that schedule is tougher than the Eagles schedule. They're under 500. I'm going to tell you right now, that's an 8-9 and nine team. Who, Patriots? Yeah. You see eight wins on this no, schedule? No, I'm saying they're, they're maxing at eight. They oh, might yeah, be six, yeah. seven wins. Yes. They're yes. not getting over 500. So you have to play. You have to come out of the game playing Jalen Hurst, the MVP runner-up, then Tua, then Rodgers, then Dak, then Derek Carr, Garoppolo, Josh Allen, Tua again. Then you get a rookie. You get two rookie quarterbacks in Washington and Indy. Then you got Daniel Jones. Then you get Justin Herbert. Then you get, you get no joke. Kenny Pickett. Then you get Mahomes, Russell, Josh Allen again, and Rodgers. Are you kidding me? Doesn't that feel like a a a more challenging schedule than a team that didn't make the playoffs last year? Yes, it feels like. That, that feels schedule's like a, tougher than the Eagles schedule, dude. It's close. It is. It's really close. It, that feels like a deep playoff run type team schedule. Wow. That, that my goodness. Yeah. Um, we said it this summer. I'll stand by it again. I see the Patriots fin finishing at the bottom of the barrel in that division. I really do. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I, I don't see them. If Rodgers stays healthy and to a big if with Tua, but if Tua stays healthy and Rodgers, they're no, they're a fourth place team. That's a hundred percent a fourth place team with, with Buffalo who knows they have to have a big year this year. No chance. No you chance. Know, Buffalo's unnoticed. Miami's unnoticed. Um, the, the Jets, Jets are unnoticed too, Derek. I mean, yeah, with all the hype train that's been going yep. on here. Yep. They, all three of them are. Dude, I, this could be, this could be the swan song for Belichick. If everything that we're hearing about, potential tension between Belichick and Kraft, um, 
and and they, they bring in somebody who can settle down their so-called franchise quarterback if that doesn't work. This could be the swan song in New England for Belichick. I, yeah, I, you know, I wonder, like, does he not just pull a Brady and, and sort of get out on his own? Because he goes somewhere else, he can still break Shula's record. I mean, easily. Oh, absolutely. But you know, you you read the you read the tea leaves here, and and you look at teams that that you feel like give you the best chance. Like I know what you were saying with Arizona earlier, because they're they're probably going to have the first overall pick. I get that, but there may be an even better situation. Like look at Denver with, with Sean yeah. Payton. Like that's set yeah. up to be a great spot. Look at look at the Chargers. If if Brandon Staley comes up small again, yes. you got Herbert in place and a lot of other yeah. good players. That could be an appealing spot. I wouldn't even say Washington for him. Yes, and he's from uh, the Maryland area. He grew yes. up in like Annapolis. I mean, Washington would be a perfect fit for him. You have an owner in Josh Harris from that area and Bella, Bill Belichick coaching the team from that area. It'd be a perfect fit for him. That'd be a great challenge for him because that's a team that's on the cusp. It has enough talent to win, but maybe – it needs the right coach right. to go in there. Or, or the odds are, if they don't have a good year, probably Sam Howell's not the guy. You yeah. just need to, you know, it, and it's a it's a pretty quarterback-rich draft if all these guys come out. If Caleb Williams comes out, Drake May comes out, out Shador Sanders comes If these guys come out, yeah. it, you know, you got some heavy hitters up top. So uh, it's you could fix yourself quick if you feel like you have the other parts. And he would be coming out – he would be looking for – if he was in Washington – would be looking at a quarterback at the perfect time because think about it. Most other teams in the league are not looking for that quarterback. They already have that quarterback. If Indy bottoms out, they already have Anthony Richardson. Yeah. If Houston bottom out, bottoms out, they have CJ Stroud. Carolina bottoms out, they got Bryce Young. Yeah. So any team that could be competing for a top pick with uh, the likes of a Washington already have future quarterbacks. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you, you, it's not going to be a feeding frenzy necessarily up top to no, some of these guys. No. Um, I would guess from a game plan perspective, Derek, until proven otherwise, and I know I know that New England gets after the quarterback, but I, their back end I don't think is real trustworthy right now. I think the Eagles will try to attack them in the air. I do. Well, first, the first place I'm going is on the right cornerback spot at Christian Gonzalez. Highly coveted first-round pick cornerback, but he's a rookie. Yeah. So I'm testing AJ and Devontae all day yep. on Christian Gonzalez to see what he has and what he doesn't have. Yeah. You know, as good as he may be, he's still a rookie. He's still going to go through some growing pains. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's where I start. And then if you attack him, I don't see anybody else in the back end that, that I'm really worried about. You know. Right. Right. I mean, Jalen Mills still there. Like, you know, and, and you love the guy, but I mean, Jalen Mills got so, supplanted by a rookie. Yeah. Like, you should be able to do some damage there. So, I think that's the thing. The O line holds up, and 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 Judon and, and Uche are not going crazy. You should be able to do some damage in that secondary. You yes. should. But, you know, whether it's Goddard, whether it's the wideouts, whatever. And the other thing that's going to be real, I'm really looking forward to seeing how much, especially Swift, are the running backs in the passing game. Yes. this year as opposed to what we saw last couple yes. of years. Yes, absolutely. Um, that's why they brought Swift in here, not just to run the ball, but to catch it out of the backfield. And it goes back to what Sirianni said earlier in the year. You know, we, we even even shown half of our playbook. Well, if you got to the Super Bowl, you still haven't unveiled half of your playbook. What's this offense going to look like now that you have pieces like, um, you know, Swift and Penny in there? Yeah. yeah so – 
Um, I can't wait to see it. Now you're not yeah. gonna see everything in the first game, obviously, especially you gotta keep some secrets hidden when you gotta go up against that murderer's row, when you gotta play Kansas City, Buffalo, Jets, all those teams, you know, you gotta keep you gotta keep some hidden treasures there. Oh, but, I, listen, I, I agree with you. I, I look, I, I don't oh man, I'm trying to think. All right, let, let's go to the other side. What do you what are you gonna do defensively? Um, I am I'm to me, you stuff the run. You're feeding right into the, the Eagles' hands if you're able to. to if, if, uh, yep. Stevenson and Elliott don't get loose, and all of a sudden it turns into a lot of predictable passing downs, yep. third and longs, yep. and, and whatnot. Th- with that offensive line, that's you know that's just what the doctor ordered here. Well, if, if you if you have Mac Jones rolling out, yeah. it's a little bit more difficult um, because you're not getting just a direct beat on him in the pocket. Um, What's it going to look like if he's dinking and dunking his way down the field, even if you force him to throw a lot of balls? I still have concerns about the Eagles' pass defense in the middle of the field. Yep. I still do. Yeah. Um, I still need to see who's covering the tight ends coming out of the back, uh, off the line of scrimmage for the Eagles. That was a problem. It covering was. tight ends was a problem. Yep. So I, I need. I still need to see that. Uh, for all the positives as we believe the Eagles' defense can, can have and present, uh, if they get – opposing teams in situations where they can pin their ears back with a four-man front rush. You still got to get to the quarterback, you know. And Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien type quarterback, like to move, like to get rid of the ball quickly, you know. How does that go? How's that going to look in terms of this defense defending their pass? Yeah, I'm I don't know. I'm not worried about defending them the outside with Slay and Bradbury. Right, but the middle of the field, I have concerns. I think you're right. I agree with you, and I, and I think it's going to be a lot of quick hitters. Ball's going to be out three step, boom, three step, boom. They're, I don't think they want Mac Jones back there with a banged up offensive line no. and this no. pass rush no. teeing off. So I, I would think you're gonna they're going to try and utilize the tight ends. It's going to be a lot of slants and just just quick hitters going quick outs, you know, whatever. But yeah, I mean it's. Is the Kobe Dean up to the task of handling Gesicki or Hunter Henry or 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 yeah. whatever? Um, is is or the safeties that for that matter? You know, Reed Blankenship on on a because Gesicki can run like a receiver. Yes, he can. So if you if you're getting some of those matchups, which I'm sure he's going to be looking to get, how how's your coverage going to be there with those guys? Mm. Can't wait yeah. to see 425, baby. Well, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. So I, I would say that, and and there's a reason why they're three and thirteen against playoff teams. Yeah. You know, I mean, the good they have not been good at beating the good teams. And you know, the Eagles come in here and we and we talked about how this could be an emotional game and it's Tom Brady and all that. But you know, again, I think that's just handle your business early, either in the first quarter or the third quarter after all the hype goes down, and you're fine. But you know they have they if they start off strong in those spots, then the crowd is wild. Then they're then it's rolling. Yeah, that that height, that height comes into play. Maybe the first two series. After that, it's all about playing football. Bottom line comes down to playing football, executing X's and O's. You know that adrenaline rush only sustains itself for the home team if you're being productive. If you're putting sevens up on the board, not threes. If you're keeping uh, Jalen Hurts and that offense off the field. That's the only way that adrenaline rush comes into play for the Patriots. Well, I, I, you know, yeah. I, I think the other part, Derek, is um, oh, Raiders say that uh, Josh McDaniel says he doesn't expect Chandler Jones to play this week. Well, duh, you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't think? expect him to play for the Raiders again, personally. But we'll, I don't we'll either. Say, 
that's, that's a weird situation, man. Oof, bizarre. And if, um, he makes, and if he makes the mistake, if he doesn't play this first game and keeps his word that if he doesn't play, there's stuff he's going to reveal, he will never see Raiders uniform again. Well, that's the thing. You're not going to see a Raiders uniform. And are you another, if you're another team, are you dying to grab this guy up? Nope. If he's revealing, you know, like trade secrets and stuff, you know, if, it, if it's stuff like that, that's not bad news for a guy who's older now. He's an older player. Yes. And it's paid decently as well. Yeah. You know, you're making decent money. You don't recoup that kind of money, you know. He's so on like a three-year, $51 million deal, man. Like, what are you doing, dude? Jeez. I don't know. Come on, man. See, um, I'm always framing mine. Wait a minute. You're not playing me? Okay. From an emotional standpoint, I'm angry. From a personal standpoint, you're not paying me? Yeah. When did we get paid again? Mm-hmm. When, when's the first paycheck? See, that's how I think, man. Much as, as competitive as I am, if you're telling me that you're going in a different direction, but I'm still on that team. I'm still putting that money in my bank account. Plain and I, simple. I am too. And this is all like, I'm sure he's, I, his career earnings are probably insane, but still, man, that's, that's 13 million. You're, you're just willing to. You're never going to see it again. Yep. You're never going to see again. No, you're never going to see it again. Um, And, and your career is going to be within two, three years. Anyway, your career is going to be over. It's, I don't understand that at all. Um, but yeah, so they're they're the they're the strengths and weaknesses of both sides. Again, I think the Eagles defensively, you you ideally can stuff the run and get some third and longs on Mac Jones, and then conversely on the other side of this thing, not that they're not going to run the ball, but I think they're going to really look to attack right. them right. in the air. I really do. Um, it's going to be fun. And, and the thing you know about Nick Sirianni is he's so attention to detail. Like they're going to be, they're going to be really locked in on this thing. They they really are, and it's yeah. it's. Yeah. One other element, Rob, you got two teams that were really good at creating turnovers. Yes. I mean, Patriots had 30. That's a lot. They were tied for, they were tied for second best in the league in creating turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's something that, to not overlook. No, I, I agree. With you. Thing, you know, I agree. So, so taking care of the football for both teams is of the utmost importance. Yes, absolutely. All right. Let's come back, uh, Derek. We'll do a little hybrid. We're going to do the best games of week one in the NFL, they include Bengals, Browns, 49ers, Steelers, uh, Chargers, Dolphins, and we'll hit the NFC East. So we'll go with the best games of the week, give the folks what we think is going to happen in those games. We'll also mix in some Phillies as they start a five, a three game series with the Marlins and then a four game series with the Braves after that. So it's a, it's a tough one, two punch they have coming home. We'll get in all that when we get back. Don't go anywhere. That's Derek Gunn. I'm Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about ProAction Restoration. ProAction Restoration. So uh, you have a business. You might have a home uh, or a property that you own, and you go through the pain and the inconvenience of water damage, whether it's in the basement or somewhere else, or flooding. Something's going on with the roof. You might have a fire. You might have smoke in there from from something. Mold damage that you discover. And and you don't really know what to do there, right? Um, But it's pretty simple. Proaction restoration are the people that you reach out to. The other great thing is they're on call 24 hours, seven days a week. So you call them on the weekend, they're there. You call them on holiday, at night, whatever the case may be, they will be there. I could tell you that from personal experience. They they got to my parents' house, cleaned up the issues. It, it could have been a better situation, that's for sure. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. Proaction will work in conjunction with your insurance company. So again, water, fire smoke damage, mold remediation, any of the above, and then some, they will take care of it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760. 610-623-3760. Uh, 
623-3760 or online at proactionrestoration.com. That's proactionrestoration.com. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go Bird! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go Birds. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Go to get your game on. Go for the beat. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. 
Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Cheers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. Hey, gun. Rob Ellis hanging out with you on this Friday Sports Take, Take a Sports YouTube channel. All right, let, let's... Uh... Let's keep the, the football flow going here, Derek, and, and let's look at the, uh, the best games of the week here. All right. Obviously, the Eagles, there's no question about that. Um, but let, let's let's jump uh, around a little bit here and look at some of the other games. Um, and there's a, there's actually a lot of really appealing games in week one. Uh, yes. sure. Let's go Bengals Browns first, Derek, in the AFC. Cincinnati's a two point favorite. Uh, we'll get to Joe Burrow in a minute, but uh, you know he got he got taken care of in, in a big big way, uh, and he's also been cleared to play officially, so he will play in the game. I, I think the Browns are fascinating. You know what Deshaun Watson are you getting? You know um, you're talking about a roster that's got a lot of talent that a couple of years ago beat Pittsburgh in yes. the playoffs. <clears throat> yes, but. It was a mess last year. You kind of knew it was going to be a mess when when Watson, they made the trade and he couldn't play for, what was it, 11 games or whatever? Um, right, 11 games. But this is always, and traditionally has been a very ugly, knockdown, drag out kind of game because it is, you know, border rights and you know, all this other stuff in the, in the, in the right. state of Ohio. Um, what, what are you thinking here? It's, it's a low line. Cincinnati's only minus two at Cleveland. Um, that's a tricky game. Um, if Burrow's healthy, you know, they, we believe they have the better team. And you look at the, what they've accomplished the last couple of years, a Super Bowl and the, and the conference championship game. They have the battering ram in Nick Chubb. You know, Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, and Donovan Peoples-Jones and David Njoku are some really good pass catchers. Uh, the Browns have arguably one of the top three offensive lines in the NFL. And they have had that for right for for quite some time. Miles Garrett is one of the best guys coming off the edge in the game. Plus, they've added Zadarius Smith, um, you know, who's really good off the edge as well. And I look at the back end of their defense: Denzel Ward, Grant Delpit, and Greg Newsom. You know, three really good cover guys on the back end of that defense to match up against Cincinnati's trio of wide receivers. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, you know, yeah. if Deshaun Watson is anything close to what he was in his prime when he was down in Houston, this could be. An eye-opener. This game could be an eye-opener. Again, it's the first game of the season. It's at home for Cleveland. Uh, Watson is that much further along as Stefanski's offense. Um, this could be an eye-opener. And I understand now why, why the point spread is so close. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a pick game coming out of the gate to open the season. I put the, I put them in the dangerous category. I yes. think Cleveland yes. is dangerous. Yes. If, if, like you said, if Deshaun Watson resembles Houston Watson, uh, they're going to be tough to beat. There's yeah. a lot of talent there. The, the problem that they fall into is what the teams in the AFC East fall into. You're dealing with Pittsburgh and Baltimore and Cincinnati. Right. You you got to you got to play. You know twice. That's that in and of itself is going to knock your record down. And that's going to. But that'll apply to all the teams in that division. They're all going to be beating each other up, man. But uh, 
But yeah, I, I think that's going to be a really close game. And I'm, I will say this. I think Cincinnati wins it. I would not be one bit surprised if Cleveland upsets them. Not one bit surprised. If it I, I agree with you 100%. And that's why I always say, you know, if I was a betting person, I wouldn't touch a lot of games because it's the first week of the season. Everybody's not as fluid as they're going to be. Now, there's some matchups where you know that um, even though the best team may not be as sharp, they're playing a much, much more inferior opponent. But when you have balanced games, there's at least seven games in this first week that you can go, uh, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't touch games the first the first week week yeah. of the season. Not I'm even close. You. I'm with you. All right, so that that's one that we're going to be looking at here. How about the Titans and the Saints? And I know initially Ooh. you look at that and you're like, eh, no, well, you know what? New Orleans has a really good chance to, to turn things around, especially now with the quarterback situation that they have with Derek Carr. They have a good defense already. They have playmakers, especially if Michael Thomas is back. Uh, you go to to the Titans, it's it's really Tannehill is, is kind of fighting for his starting yes. quarterback life right now. They still have Derrick Henry to pound it down your throat, but they add DeAndre Hopkins. They have Traylon Burks. Uh, they, they've they've certainly they've given Tannehill the best weapons he's had in a while there. So, what do you think in that one? Um, the fact that the fact that the Titans have DeAndre Hopkins is really intriguing. You got you got one of the best runners in the game. Uh, Traylon Burks needed help. Yeah. They're physical on both sides of the ball. The Titans, you know, are, are under Mike Vrabel, take pride in physicality. Offensive line is physical. Defensive front is physical. Um, the Saints are trying to – the Saints believe they finally have that missing link at quarterback. Michael Thomas says he's healthy. I, if I bet I have to take the Saints at home in this game. You know, um, I, I like – Michael Thomas is one of my favorite receivers when he's healthy. You know, he's not the fastest guy out there, but he's such a matchup nightmare for so many, you know, cover guys. And he doesn't drop passes. You know, he's so sure-handed. He's had two seasons back-to-back with injuries. You know, according to what he said coming out of training camp, this is the best he's felt in quite some time. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, you know, the fact that the Saints don't have Alvin Kamara to open things up, it's going to hurt their offense just a little bit. But I have to take the Saints at home in this one and a close one. I like the Saints at home. I, I think if the, Saint, if the Saints fancy themselves as being a good team, that's the kind of game you got to win early. Now, they are without Kamara. That's, that's important to note. You're right. Uh, but that this is a game I think you want to show folks your real win that game at home. If the game was in Tennessee, it might be a different story. Uh, this is a really good one. Th- this is going to be some some. I mean, you talk about some defense being played here. 49ers at the Steelers. Uh, 49ers are minus two and a half. I'll tell you, Derek, I really I, I would grab the two and a half and, and Pittsburgh here. I think Pittsburgh may win the game outright, but I think it's going to be an awesome game. You're talking about two organizations that take pride in their defensive prowess. You know, the headliner is Nick Bosa and TJ Watt on the same field. Those are the headliners right there. You're talking about two teams that love to roll up their sleeves and brass knuckles and do whatever they can to demoralize you in any way, shape, and form to beat you down. You have two young quarterbacks in Purdy and Pickett. Both teams are loaded with offensive weapons. Uh, both teams have great linebacking play. Man, uh, you're right, Rob. Um, I'm with you on this one. I, 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 if I, if you twist my arm, I say the Niners go in there and steal and win. But both teams then come out bloodied in this game. Yeah, and here's you know, this is going to come down to the second year quarterbacks in a lot of ways. You know, what, what between yep. Pickett yep. and Purdy, who is 
Who's going to be the one to really step up to make a play, you know, at some point, if this is a, a real ugly sort of knockdown kind of game, someone's got to get you in field position or, or field goal position, or someone's got to get you in the end zone, which guy makes the play. So it's uh, going to be fun. It's going to be fun yes. to watch that one. Yes, for sure. No doubt. All right. The next game we move on to Raiders Broncos. Um, I bring mm-hmm. this one up for, for a couple of reasons. I guess some of it is just curiosity out of what you're going to get from Sean Payton and Russell Wilson and, and, you know, a Raider team that's, Never without drama, right? The latest being Chandler Jones and all that. But it looks like Jimmy G is going to be able to play. They still have Devontae Adams. They still have Hunter Renfro. They still have Josh yes. Jacobs. Yes. They still have Max Crosby on the other. Like, there's talent on this Raiders team. It just was a mess last year. And Josh McDaniels is another one there. He's on the clock. I don't care what they say. He doesn't have a good year this year. He'll be out yeah. of there. Well, um, you've got you've got Devontae Adams going up against a very good Broncos secondary. You know, Sean Payton you know, kind of embarrassed himself taking shots at Nathaniel Hackett this year. Now it's about playing football. And he wants to set the tone right out the gate. Broncos have this one at home. Garoppolo getting used to his new re- weapons and new surroundings. Um, Russell Wilson has a chip on his shoulder. The entire Broncos organization has a chip on their shoulder because of how embarrassed they were last year. Um, I, I'm taking the Broncos at home in this game. You know, I think it's going to be a good, entertaining game. Could be like a... 28-24 type game, but I'll take the Broncos at home with Sean Payton coaching that Broncos team. I, I feel like it's close, and I feel like Denver wins late. Something happens where Denver wins late, but I think the Raiders will be in there with them. I think they'll be hanging with them. Uh, I I think the Raiders um, – I think the Raiders going to be a little bit better than people are giving them credit for. Now, if you're asking me in that division, I mean, you still got the Chiefs, you still have the Broncos, you still have the Chargers. I think they're the fourth of four. But I think they're a little bit better. They're not going to lose. Like they, they, they coughed up a lot of games late last year. The Raiders. Did. Yeah, they did. They did. I think they'll be a little bit better than that um, this year. Well, not not having Chandler Jones there, you know, yeah, uh, is going to hurt. That's it definitely going to hurt. Yeah, but you still is. have that dude named Max Crosby coming after your quarterback there. Uh, the safety Jonathan Abrams is healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sorry, no, he's not with the team now anymore. My no. bad. Um, I thought Abrams was still with the team. He's not there anymore. Um, I'm curious to see what um, Marcus Epps looks like playing alongside Marcus Peters. Oh, yes, our old friend, yeah. Yeah, you know, they have Marcus Epps as a starting strong safety, and Marcus Peters they got, you know, from the Ravens as a starting cornerback. Mm-hmm. You know, so they've, so they've added some pieces there. Um, Chandler Jones not being there is going to hurt in terms of getting pressure on Russell. Because as you know, Russell, he loves to run around and buy time. He doesn't like to step up and run unless he has to. But he loves to, to run around uh, until somebody comes open him, and, and, and you know. And man, what's it going to look like? Denver's down two two receivers. You know they lost two receivers. Yeah. Um, but I like I like Denver's defense better than I like the Raiders' defense. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> all right. Let's. This is another one. This is a big boy game here. Dolphins Chargers. Uh, this game's in L.A. Uh, Chargers are minus three right now, over under 51. That's a big, big number. Yeah. Um, but you talk about two explosive offenses and I, but the thing is, I think they have two good, there's two good defenses here too. I, we don't talk enough about Miami's defense, right? right. Um, you know, again, let, let's go broken record here, but if two is right, I mean, you remember what they were doing before he started experiencing these concussions offensively, they were you know, just he shredding. Was up. He was, yeah. he was shredding defenses. Before before Tua got hurt, 
did with flat-out shredding defenses, especially stretching the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden he got hurt, and once he got hurt, he wasn't quite the same quarterback. Um, Justin Herbert has a heavy weight on his shoulder now, weight, being paid that money. You know, when you pay somebody that kind of money, you expect them to take their game to the next level. Yep. And Justin Herbert, if there's one knock on his overall game, is that he took too many risks trying to put put balls in two in tight windows. Um, what are we gonna What are we gonna see from Justin Herbert? They have they have the running game, they have a good collection of wide receivers, and then you look at their defense. You know, Khalil Mack. Is he the same? Is he the same? Because last year he wasn't that same guy. I don't think he is. I, I think he's on the downside. It doesn't mean he's toast, but I just don't. He's definitely not the same guy, in my opinion. But but here's what's huge for them. They added Eric Kendricks as their as their um, one of their outside backers. Yep. So you're looking at Sebastian Joseph Day, Joey Bosa, Eric Kendricks, Kenneth Murray, who I've always loved coming out of college, Khalil Mack, Derwin James. Derwin James to me is is one of if not the hardest hitting safety in the game, you know, <laughs> yeah. and Jace and, and and the left cornerback is J C Jackson who missed quality time last year because of injuries. So you have the pieces, okay. You got to put it all together. This has got to be a huge year for the Chargers. And what better test coming out of the gate than trying to go up against the like likes of this Miami defense and all those weapons they have on offense? Yeah, I I think. Uh... Look, we, we, we talk about certain coaches being on, you know, watch here. Herbert, when you get paid like this, and it hasn't all been his fault, but Herbert is a, is a guy who's going to be compared with all the best because he's being paid like the best. So right. it, it's time for him now to show it. Show us what you are. Show us what you're made of. And you have good weapons. Not like you, you, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen and, and you know, uh, Austin Eckler. Not like he doesn't have weapons. Um, so he needs to deliver. And, you know, the Tua thing is just holding your breath every time the guy gets knocked to the ground or hit yep. and whether he's going to be able to bounce up. Yep. So, um, all right, let, let's continue here. Uh, we go now to the Cowboys and the Giants. And this is the – yes, this is the Sunday night game. And this is one, man, you're an Eagles fan. After the after the Birds game, you're going to be locked in. Dallas is, wow. is three-and-a-half-point favorites on the, on the road here. D. On the road. Think? Yeah. Um, man, <sighs> Dak has a lot to prove. He's been given an additional weapon to stretch the field to take a lot of pressure off CD lamb. The tight end position is a big question mark for Dallas. How healthy is Pollard? Yeah. That's huge yep. in terms of a running game. Year two of Daniel Jones in that offense and Brian Dable's offense. Um, they've added a lot of receivers that are like quick dart type receivers. Um, how are they going to utilize that? Saquon says, hey, look, I'm here to play football. The money thing will take care of itself. You people can ask me all you want. I'm not really concerned about the money. It is what it is. I'm here. Giants have something to prove because I'm sure they hear the scuttlebutt about how they they fluked their way into the playoffs last year with a much tougher schedule. Um, They don't see the Giants as a playoff team. They're going to use that to their advantage. They're going to use that that, that motivation. Um, But I will say this. I like Dak, Dak in the situation better than I like Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones was very efficient in year one in Brian Dable's offense. But I'm going to take Dallas on the road in this one. Okay, here's what I want to see. I, I think if Waller's healthy, he's going to be really big for them, and we know what Saquon Barkin do. Who else steps up? 
who else steps up to help Daniel Jones? What what receivers, uh, you know, do you feel that good about for them if they need to come back in a game, if you're down a couple of yeah. touchdowns or whatever? That That's what I'm looking for. Now, with Dallas, there's a lot I'm going to be looking for. How different do the, does the offense look with McCarthy really just running the show here, right. uh, you know, with, with Kellen Moore being out of there? Um, you know, and there's no more Elliott. I'm sure they're going to be looking to, to feed Brandon Cooks on some deep shots yep. to loosen things up for, for CeeDee yep. Lamb yep. underneath. And then uh, how healthy is Pollard? And then what, what are the Giants doing in any way, shape, or form to contain Micah Parsons? Contain, yes. not stop, because yes. you're not stopping him. And and can Daniel Jones, can he, can he withstand that pass rush that Dallas is going to bring? Because they take pride in being fast and furious coming after the quarterback. Yep. And they have not, they're not bashful about, about blitzing either. You know, can Daniel Jones see it and be it quick enough to keep that Dallas pass rush off of him? He's very athletic. Now, if Dallas leaves the gate open and allows Daniel Jones to step up and slip through to the second level, he's going to burn him in oh, terms yeah. of being able to run. But when he steps back to pass, can Dallas get to him before he can get – because I think, I think the Cowboys secondary is pretty good, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, oh, I mean, Stephon Gilmore, you add yeah. him to that mix they already had? Yeah. Now, Trayvon Diggs is a gambler. Would Daniel Jones be able to take advantage of, of Trayvon being a gambler? Yeah. You know, Jerry, you paid Trayvon $97 million for cornerback, $97 million. <laughs> All right? So you've obviously identified Trayvon Diggs as one of the elite of the elite and cornerbacks in the National Football League. He better sure live up to it. He yeah. does make a lot of big plays, but he gives up a lot of yards also. True. Very true. Um, you know, I, I, just one underrated aspect of of the Eagles, and I know, you know, Dallas has had success and, and Dak's had success. The Eagles do a really good job on Micah Parsons. Yeah, they do. For yes. whatever it's worth, they do a really good job well, on him. I think they do a better job than anybody else in the league. Now, I, I don't know what the Giants are going to be able to do against them, but that's – you know, it's an encouraging sign for Eagles fans. All right, last one. Let's go Monday night. I mean, the, the hype train couldn't be any crazier for the New York Jets. Um, and we're going to get them up close and personal. You got the Bills going there, Derek. Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, taking on the Jets. Bills are a team that have been close, but no cigar. Jets are a team that came on last year, but were clearly missing the one piece. And the one piece was quarterback, and they bring in a future Hall of Famer. So, uh, boy, oh, boy, two teams with lofty expectations in this one. In-state bragging rights, divisional game. Everybody wants to get that jump in the division games. Um, Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers. Now, Rob, if there was a game that you could sway me to go to, <laughs> that would be it right there. Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers. Game of the week in your estimation. Game of the week. That is the game. To me, that's the game of the week. Okay. Right there. Um, I, I would, I would probably get in my car and drive halfway to the stadium and say, what am I thinking? I'm going back home to watch this on my big <laughs> TV. That's what yeah. I would do. Yeah. But the Jets have been pounding their bet, their, their, their chest for, for months. They even went, they even got so, um, so bold as to call it Jets Life Stadium. I know. Instead of Mets Life Stadium. And, and DJ um, Reed saying they're going to be with the 85 Bears and the Legion of Boom defensively. Yes. Like, okay, yes. dude. Now, you got two really good defenses, especially with Buffalo having those two safeties on the back end. Both of them have elite receivers and Garrett Wilson and Stephon Diggs. Um, this is another one of those backyard brawls, man. 
But because the Jets have this one at home, I'm giving the home team a three-point edge. I'm going to take the Jets by three at home. Hmm. It's a, a toss-up in a lot of ways. You know, Josh Allen says, you know, I've spent this offseason studying what I did wrong. I'm going to be a better quarterback this year. Okay, I believe him. Until further notice, I believe him. But he's going into Jets Life Stadium. I uh, I kind of like the Bills. I think there's going to be a little humble pie. I think it's going to be close, but I think it's going to be a little humble pie for the Jets. And, and, I, and I think they'll rebound off of it nicely, but I kind of like the Bills in this one a little bit. I like the, I like the combination of Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook now. You bring yes. in Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, you catch it out of the backfield. Aaron Rodgers loves throwing to his backs. Mm-hmm. Did it for years with Aaron Jones up in Green Bay. Yep. Uh, and, and Brees Hall is on a mission. Hey, man, they bringing somebody in here to take my job. Yeah. You know, he's on a mission. He was having a phenomenal rookie year until he got a knee injury. You know, you got Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard. Um, dude, you got – There's a lot of talent. Yeah. You got a lot of talent. There's a lot of talent. Top five know. defense. Yeah. Now, is Va- wait, is Von Miller playing? Now, no. He was, he was – okay, so Von Miller's out. That's, yeah. the, that's a big factor for me. It is. As good as that Buffalo defense is, that's huge because that defense is, is exceptional. But Von Miller's coming off the edge. Still very good when he's not available. I'll stick to what I said. I'll take the Jets by three at home. Okay. All right. And that is the uh, that is the Monday night game. All right. Let, let's before we we do a little Phillies and then we'll get into our NFL segment. Um, give me your Eagles prediction for the game. Um, Bill Belichick's defense will keep it close for a while. Then all of a sudden, once uh, Nick Sirianni and you know, Brian Johnson figure out what they're doing. They'll slowly pull away. Patriots offensively don't have the firepower to come back. Not not even close to trying to match this Eagles offense um, in point for point. Because it's the first game of the season, things won't be as polished on both sides of the ball for, for the birds. I'll say they pull this one out 24-20. Oh, all right. It's right on the right on the line, 204. Okay. 24-20. Uh, I think it's a 30-27 Eagles win. Whoa! 30-27, yes. Birds don't cover. Uh, they don't cover. Ooh. They do not cover. Yeah, it's, it, I don't think they cover. I think it's going to be. I don't see the Patriots scoring 27 points on this defense. Now, if if they had better weapons pers- uh, uh, on the wideout, maybe. Yeah. I think the running game is going to help keep it close. But – I can't see them scoring 27 points in this Eagles defense. It's early, though. I just think right. the, the Eagles yeah. defense isn't going to be where it's going to be later. That's all. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Eagles destroy them, I, you know, obviously. There would be nothing sweeter than sticking at the Brady on Brady night. You know, <laughs> there wouldn't be anything uh, better than that. Um, but I just uh, – I don't know. I can't escape tight game survival yeah. last year – you know, that kind of feel to it. It, it really just it, it is kind of what is calling out to me on this one. But again, you guys want to jump in there with your uh, with your finals. We will do that as well. All right. Uh, I do want to sneak in a little bit of fills. As I mentioned, they play tonight. It's the Marlins. They're, they're right now. They're two up in the wild card are the Phillies and the Marlins are a half game back at the third spot. Um, if you look at it right now, Derek, and I'm going to let me see where I'm going to add them up. Uh, all right. So the Phillies right now have played yep. 139 games, which means they have 23 more games left. All right. So we're, we're really already at that point. That's where we are. 
Yeah, we're we're very much we're we're, we're sniffing the, the finish line here. Jeez. Um, I think we've talked about it a lot. The pitching's frightening right now. Once you get past Wheeler, but the good thing is having twenty three more games to play, you will allow guys, I think, to eat maybe a combination of relaxing a little bit and getting some other opportunities to get out of it. Really, if they can just get their pitching squared away, I yeah. think they're an extremely dangerous team in the playoffs because their offense is found. Well, I said I said it a few days ago. If they get this pitching squared away, I don't fear anybody they have to face in the National League, to be honest. Yeah. The way they're hitting the ball right now, and that's one through none. That's not just one through three, four through six, one through none. The way they're hitting the ball right now, uh, I don't fear anybody. And that includes the Braves and the Dodgers. Yep. Um, but, Rob, I don't have any faith in this pitching staff right now. Uh, no, nor should you. No, Other no. than Wheeler, that's I don't have any faith in any starter, anybody middle reliever, anybody on the back end right now. I really don't. I don't blame you. Listen, and they haven't earned it where you should have faith in them. So I, this is the series where you got to start showing it. You got to somebody's got to step up here in the bullpen. And you know, we just named the, the the guys who were pitching in this series. You know, Nola, et cetera. Like these guys all have to show you that. Yes. They're ready. They're ready to, to for prime time when it gets real because we're not that far out. And you don't have anything locked up. You don't, you have nothing locked no, up right no, now. The Cubs no. are playing excellent, but you know baseball. So don't think for a second that this is you can take your foot off the gas. You can't. No, no. Um, and and as we've seen, Rob, time and time again, when teams are jockeying for positions, you know we 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 see one team in. All of a sudden, a week later, they're on the outside looking in. And as strong as this Phillies team has been at the plate, they can't afford too many mess ups, especially when you look at these next seven games. These next seven games are pivotal in terms of them jockeying for a position. Yeah. Three no Marlins, four Braves. Here's good yeah. news. Trey Turner's off the paternity list. He's playing tonight. There you go. So that's, that's huge. That's, that's you huge. know, but the way he that guy's been hitting lately, man, woof, that is enormous. All right, let's get a timeout here, Derek. Let's come back and we will set ourselves. We'll tell you what Joe Burrow is getting paid. Uh, maybe, he, maybe he can lend us a couple coins. Uh, we will get into that. A bunch of other stuff. Justin Jefferson with his contract. Uh, a Jimmy Graham update. Jerry Jones update. Aaron Rodgers. Dan Campbell. Magic Johnson. All kinds of stuff that we will get into when we come back. Don't go anywhere. He's Derek Gunn. I am Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take. Let's talk about Flynn Tree Services. Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. Uh, you can check out all of their work and, and gain some more information on them if you go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more information or a sampling of that work. And and. Trust me, you, you will see some unbelievable uh, work that they do with trees, uh, whether it's taking out the entire tree or just trimming it back or pruning or whatever the case may be. You want to check it out. Stumps as well. Uh, give them a call. 610-850-2848. 610-850-2848 or online at FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com.
Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles Hey, welcome back everybody. We are in the final hour of this Friday edition of Sports Take. Two days before the Philadelphia Eagles kick off the 2023 season. Hated New England. Sorry, my friend. Rob Ellis was taking a Cheerios break. I did. Uh, I, I, you know, I didn't eat anything. I needed a little Cheerios fix there real quick, but uh, yes. <laughs> um, all right. So welcome back, everybody. Appreciate it. Let's talk a little NFL. All right. So Gunner. Oh, boy. Jo- uh, Joe Burrow. Five years, $275 million, 219 of which is fully guaranteed. Yes. I guarantee it. Yeah. So, yes. uh, man, oh, man. Big payday. Big payday. Are you surprised? I, no, we we talked about it yesterday, and I said I was surprised that they were going to let him go into this season and, and not get something done. But to their credit, Cincinnati, who is notoriously cheap, they ponied up and they realized they got to pay their guy, and he's getting paid, so he deserves it. Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, now Joe Burrow. What a glorious time it is to be a starting quarterback in the National Football League. Oh, my gosh, man. You know. Yep. And who's next? Who's next on the pay list? Uh, huh. Tua wants to get paid, but he's got to show that he can stay healthy. Stay healthy, yep. I don't know that there's anybody else who's really – well, Kirk Cousins is a free agent. At the end of the year, I don't see Kirk getting that kind of money. No, he's not. He's absolutely not getting that kind of money. Uh, that's you know really, that's it. There isn't anybody else. There isn't anybody else that's going to fall into that category. Um, 
No, that's it. There's somebody we're overlooking that's going to get paid, Rob. Somebody we're overlooking. Um, Josh Allen already got his. Woo. There's no like, like, like Mac Jones. No. What about uh, when, hey Trevor Lawrence is coming up? One of you know he. Uh, he I guess he was, yeah. Uh, 21, 22, he's in his third year. Yeah. So he's in his third year. So after this season, he could be coming up. Uh, yeah, that's one. That's one. All right. That, yeah, that's fair. So, so you know, Tone mentioned, he said that 2021 draft class got paid. Yes. So you got Trevor Lawrence was the first overall quarter. Uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's biggest contract is the contract he made as a rookie as the number two overall pick. He'll never I, see that I, kind of money again. I, I hope he saved his money. You know, Mac Jones, Mac Jones will never be that kind of quarterback. Nope. Um, okay, we know we know what Jalen Hurts is. Uh, let's see who else who else coming out of there. Yeah, it's uh, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, that's it. I don't think there's anybody it. else. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. I don't I don't see anybody else to to be honest with you. No, I don't either. I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. No. That in, in tone that the 20 class, which is Jalen's class. Yeah, that, that, that oh, 20. Yeah. Yeah, that that's for sure. I mean, um look. Burrow took his team to a Super Bowl, just barely lost. Should have probably gotten to the Super Bowl last year if not for a boneheaded yeah. penalty. Um, you know, and the guy is just – he's just got it. Whatever the it is, he's got it. Um, that much we know. But, all right, let me give you the guaranteed money the way it breaks down. Yep. Deshaun Watson is making the most guaranteed money because his entire deal was guaranteed. So he's at $230 million. Yep. Burrow's at 219 Yep. Herbert 193.7. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray 189.5. That's your top five right there. So it's Watson, uh, uh, Burrow, Herbert, Murray. That's your top four. So that that's that's your your most guaranteed money in the NFL right there. Man, can you imagine, crazy. Can you imagine some of the quarterbacks who who've just gotten out of the league in the last five, six, seven years, what they're thinking right now? Well, I think of them, but I think of like Dan Marino, who would have flourished in the way it, with the way it is now. Not that he didn't make some money, but I mean, he's got to be saying, dude, I was born, I was born 25, Way 30 years too, too late. Yes. <laughs> or early, I mean. Way yeah. too soon. Yes. I know. I know. Um, but, and it's, it's only going to go up when you think about the new TV money kicking in for the NFL uh, the cap goes up every year, at least ten million. Yep. So th- that's why I said Trevor Lawrence is in a great place right now, and you know, it, 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 who knows? It, the next ones could be it could be Bryce Young, could be Stroud. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they have three years before we even talk about them. But who knows what the numbers are going to look like in three years for a quarterback? Or you know, a number of position players, wide receivers, offensive tackles. Uh, the running backs, well, they I was just going to say everybody except. Yeah, except not, 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 running you know back. who it is. Yeah. You know, so, man. Number right. going to be less phenomenal. So, beyond that, let's hit a couple other things here. Um, I mentioned this to you last, uh, when we, we did it in our first segment, but the, you know, the Mahomes numbers to the receivers last night were 10 for 22, 46%. Yeah. Kadarius Tony, two drops, one catch, one yard. I mean, that's about as bad a start as you can get off to for the receivers and for him collectively. I mean, bad. I guarantee you, Andy Reid is yelling at people, and they'll get focused. They'll get this right, you know. 
Maybe it was opening night jitters. You know, they were pumping up the fact that here you're defending Super Bowl champions, national TV. Who knows? Whatever the case may be, that offense was out of whack. They'll get it right, you know. Um, Travis Kelsey is a huge factor in all this. But, again, this team can still win without Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Much better, much more lethal with him in the mix. But they can still win without him. Yeah. Um, they're going to go over to Andy Reid. I know Andy Reid like I know Andy. He's going to be going over some film sessions over and over and over again, showing certain people mistakes to the point where they're going to basically the message will be, if you want to play here, you better not drop passes like this again. For sure. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Certainly, I, I would be shocked if Kelsey doesn't play next week. Um, Justin Jefferson wants a new deal, Derek, but he's taking a pretty chill approach to it. He says, look, do I want a new deal? Yeah, I do. But guess what? It's up to the team. So he, what he's making, Derek, he's got two years left on his deal. Yep. He's an absolute steal this year. Jeez. He's making 2.4 this year. Okay. Next year, 19.7. Okay. That's got to um, I don't think they can do it this year. I think they have to wait till the following year, I think. I believe so. And um, if he continues to, uh, on the course that he's on right now, he's going to get paid. Yeah, he is. He is twofold. And I like his position. It's twofold. Either the Vikings are going to pay me or somebody else is. You know, plain and simple. So he, he's going to be the highest healthy, paid receiver in the league, don't you think? Yes. If he stays healthy um, and keeps putting up numbers the way he did, he finished He finished last year as the number one receiver mm-hmm. in the NFL, he's going to get paid. He knows it. You know, that's why I like the Joe Burrow approach. I'm not worried about the money. The money will take care of itself. And if, See, now, now that it's come out, Joe Burrow and his staff, they knew they knew what was going on and how close they were. That's why he said, I'm not worried about that. I have people who take care of that stuff. Yeah. I know what's coming. Well, that's what the best ones do that. The best ones are basically like, I have an agent for a reason, you know? But like I'm gonna worry about football, let my agent worry about that, and and that's it. You know, and then it just it just shoots down any kind of speculation and it and it just shows that you're whether whether it's lips, you know, lip service or not, it shows you that right. you're focused on the game. Right. That's it. Exactly. Um, I think you said it earlier, but Josh McDaniels came out and confirmed it. Not expecting Chandler Jones to play on Sunday. Yep. I yeah. Again, I don't think he's going to be back with them. And if he was 100% healthy, I would not play him Sunday. I Based wouldn't on either. what he said and embarrass the organization, Yeah, not playing Sunday. Playing I, Sunday. I think there's something going on here with that guy. So we'll we'll see if he ends, if anything plays out from it. Um Remember the Jimmy Graham thing and during the preseason game when he was found sort of disoriented in the street and they took him in uh, in Los Angeles? Yes. That whole thing. He's not yeah. being charged with anything. So they, I guess that apparently it was some kind of medical incident um, and charges have been dropped. So he's he's good to go. And yeah, and Jimmy, Jimmy actually came out the other day and, and thanked the L.A. Police Department for, you know, interceding, you know, and handling in a calm manner. Yeah. You know, because when you got somebody in the streets rambling like that, what's the first thing police want to do, especially in a city the size of Los Angeles with all the craziness going on? L.A., New York, Dallas, all these big cities like that is is basically you got a hand on a gun. But they handled this, according to Jimmy, handled the situation calmly and he thanked them publicly for it as well. That could have gone bad. You really think about it. As, well, as big as he is, I was just going to say a, a gigantic human being on top of everything else. Yeah. Which imagine he start going after cops. Well, that's the thing that that sort of heightens all of it. it. It sounds like these guys were just there to get him out of harm's way, you know, more than anything else. And so he didn't. He was in like traffic, Derek. Like he could have gotten clipped by you know a car. Or, yes. 
you know, something bad really mm. going down. So yeah, kudos to, to, to everybody who handled it the right way. You know, that's for sure. Mm. Um, so Jerry Jones, the, the way he summed this up, he said, uh, it's not Super Bowl or bust, but we're absolutely chasing championships. Uh, uh, chasing chance champ. You've been chasing championships for 30 years, bro. <laughs> Seriously. You've been chasing it for 30 years. and You haven't got close to it yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look at how few playoff wins he's had over that time span. What are you chasing, Jerry? You know, <laughs> we know you like to spend money, but obviously you haven't been spending it on the right components to get you over the hump. Mm-hmm. So keep spending your money, keep spinning your wheels. And we'll keep laughing at you at the end of a season. Plain and simple. <laughs> yeah. I, and speak, I, speaking of Jerry. Yeah. Remember the story I told you about? Did you hear the story? Yeah. Tell everybody what right. it is. I, so, I don't know that a lot of people know this one. All right. Here, this is weird. This yeah, is yeah. playing out weird. Yeah. Okay. And this is uh, Ari Miroff, the, the NFL reporter. Yeah, right. Um, the Cowboys have unveiled an AI-driven hologram of Jerry Jones at AT&T Stadium. Fans can ask about his life, college at Arkansas, owning the Cowboys, etc. The technology can generate multiple responses, creating a lifelike conversation with Jerry Jones. Yeah. Would you really want to have a conversation with Jerry no. Jones? A lifelike? No. How? How? You talk about ego? Really? Like we're going to create an AI so people can talk to him if even if he's not there? Like this is craziness. All the thing I want to know is Jerry, when you're gonna be smart enough to step aside, let 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 better heads run your organization because you've run it in the ground. You know, Jerry, shouldn't you be out playing golf on the back nine somewhere instead of trying to to run this team? Jerry, will you ever not stop talking ahead of your coaching staff and putting them in uncompromising positions? You know, revealing information on a Monday on your radio show that maybe the coach doesn't want to talk about until Thursday or Friday. Yeah, Jerry, can you do that? Can you, can you do that, Jerry? Can you get out of the way, Jerry, of your tre- team trying to be successful? You know what the answer is? Huh. No. no. <laughs> he can't. It's not Jerry, in his it's not in his DNA, man. He can't do it. J- Jerry, what were you thinking when you gave the play calling back to Mike McCarthy? Oh. Did you have did you have one of those brain freeze moments, Jerry? What were you thinking, man? I, I got one I'd hit him with, okay? So Dak Prescott, his present contract, Derek, he yeah. signed that four-year, $160 million deal. Right. So he's he's making a pretty – you know, this year isn't killing them. He's making 26.8, which is not bad for a starting quarterback. You know what that goes to next year, that cap hit? What? 59.4. Woo! Yeah. Ooh. And they're, they're trying to shrink the number, apparently – Ooh. And yeah, and Dak isn't in, in a in a you know any kind of hurry to do it. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't blame Dak. Would you? Would you blame? No, him? hell no. Hey, look, that. you want to give me uh, thirty-five million right up front for some kind of signing bonus or something? Or fine, I don't care. But I'm not. You're not getting any of it back. No, you're trying to you're trying to get rid of me, bringing in Trey Lance, and you don't respect me enough to tell me what you're doing and you go public and tell everybody you don't have to tell me anything. You don't have to tell anybody anything is your toy. Right. I ain't giving you nothing back. But isn't this where the Trey Lance thing comes into play where that's lingering too? Like if they cut him, they're going to get out from under all of that and you're going to have Trey Lance at whatever his number is next year, which is not, you know, certainly not that. A prove it number. Yes. Yeah, man. This is a huge year for Dak Prescott. 
Dude, I'm looking at some of these questions, you know, when I brought up the Jerry hologram thing, you know, would you want to ask Jerry a question? Yeah. Jerry, how much have you invested in Viagra? <laughs> Jeez. What, are you kidding me? Jerry, will you ever let Jimmy Johnson in the ring of honor? That's okay. the one. That's the one. That That's the first thing I would ask. I Honestly, it is. Oh, John Dickerson. Man, you need mental evaluation, dude. I'm not even repeating that one. Uh, it's funny, but I'm not repeating it. Um, let's see what else we got here. Jerry paid for, in for a championship. Jerry, why were you at, at a pro, at the protest? That was the one from when he was a kid. It was a okay. segregation uh, thing. Yeah. Let's okay. see. What else we got here about Jerry? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Always something, man. It's always something. Oh, jeez. He is uh, never done. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Beyond that. So let me give you two things here. Uh, the commanders, Derek. This yes. guy can't stay healthy, man. Uh, Chase Young is questionable to face the Cardinals. And it looks like Terry McLaurin with the toe is good to go. Uh, Young has been limited to non-contact work since suffering a stinger in the preseason. And he's listed as questionable for Sunday. Rivera told reporters on Friday that Young is set to see a doctor later Friday. Uh, yeah, and if he if, if he gets cleared, then that's different. But they're they're trying to be careful with this. See, now you understand why Washington did not pick up his fifth year option, right? Um, that would be a bad investment for as talented as that young man is. He can't get out of his way, his own way of injuries. Yeah, and it's not a knock against him. It just happens to some players. Mm-hmm. It just does. Yeah, unfortunately, he's in that situation right now. And man, can they really use him up front? You know, they have a very good front as it is. Yeah. With him, it's that much better. He was so good as a rookie, man. It's a shame yes, he, he just hasn't been able to stay healthy since then. Mm. Um, and it, it seems at least this time it's not the knee, but still, you, those stingers, man, you got to make sure that they're, yes. they're good before you get back. Uh, Magic Johnson, sp- speaking of the um, commanders, Magic Johnson spoke to them uh, the uh, today, yesterday, and uh, said it was a very pow- – everybody listened to a very powerful message. I – Man, if Magic's part owner, I, we said this the other day, I think, I'm using every every chance I get, I'm using him in some capacity. Uh, you want to hear from a winner? Let's talk to a winner. Motivationals. If I'm Magic, every time I walk in, I've got a few of my rings on my finger, and I'm wearing one around my neck as a medallion. This is what it's all about, man, about winning that trophy, being the best of the best for that one shining moment in your career. Yeah. What are you going to do to get there? Um, who better to be a motivational speaker week in and week out than a Magic Johnson? Yeah, I agree. I, I, there's no question. I'm flying Magic in every week to talk to this team. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. All right, you had a you had an interesting another interesting story uh, that that you wanted to talk about here, which I, I found fascinating. With it with the guy, he what was he a tattoo artist? Okay, so here, now, yeah, give me give all, me this one. I'm, I'm all right, first of all, while I'm talking about it, check. Check the Saints website right now and tell me who's their punter. Okay, thank punter? you. I got it. Uh, go ahead. Oh, you All want right. it before you tell, tell the story. Okay, so the Saints uh, punter. Oh, yeah, because you need his name. Uh, the Saints punter yeah. is Lou Headley. Lou Headley. All right. So I saw this on front office sports. Yeah. Lou Headley is a 30-year-old undrafted free agent from Australia. Yes, okay. he punted at Miami in college, but he's from Australia. Boy, he my man's yeah. got a lot of tattoos. Yes. Now look okay. at his look at his journey. Yeah. He owned a tattoo shop in Indonesia. Then he punted for City College of San Francisco and finally Miami. Now Henley's journey will take him to New Orleans, where he earned a spot on the Saints 53 man roster as a punter. 30 year old rookie. That's crazy. 
Can you, that's, and that, that's, dude, that's what I keep saying. There's so many incredible storylines this year across the NFL, dude. Yeah. Okay, it's a punter. It's not like a, a quarterback, wide receiver, DB. Right. But still, dude, you went from being undrafted to owning a parlor shop in Indonesia, of all places, <laughs> to now punting in the National Football League. You know, even if you make the league minimum, you just you just turn this 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 fantasy story into a seven figure career. God, even if it's temporary. That's awesome. I mean, good for him. And he's he's six four two twenty. He's a big yes. punter. Ain't a little dude, man. Damn, that's you a know. great story. Good for him, man. Perseverance. Else, he can buy a few more parlor shop, uh, a few more tattoo shops <laughs> in Australia. Take care of his teammates, right? Anybody who wants a tattoo. That's that's pretty amazing. That's that is good story. I love those kind of things. All right, so um, we Chris Jones, we know is holding out, Derek, and that's this is this is one that could get ugly because he seems like he isn't budging. You know what? Last night cost him what. One point oh eight million just for last night. That's pot according to Chris, that's pocket change. Yeah, he's fine. No big deal. Pocket change. Give me that one point. Hey, that would fit right nice into the D gun relocating the California Foundation. Give D gun the one point that you don't want, you don't care about, Chris. Yeah. You know, drop that one point in front in front of me. I'm jumping on it like it's a fumble. Yeah. I drop, drop, drop that money in front of me. I can Chris. handle some of that. Uh you know what I'm saying? yeah, I know. He's, he's scheduled to make 27 this year. So it, let's say he comes back by week eight and he, and he gets this year of, you know, of, out of the way and he becomes a free agent. They could still tag him uh, possibly, but his tag number next year would be 32.4. No shot. No shot. You're giving a D tackle that much. I know no, how good no, he is, but no. you're not giving him that much. No. no, they'll find a way. They will find a way to appease him. They, they will. If Javon, but I will say this: If Javon Hargrave is worth eighty-four, what's he worth? I, I, you can make a case. I, I, well, Aaron Donald, I guess. But you, you can I make think a he's case better than Hargrave, right? I think he's. I was going to say, I think he's a top two or three defensive tackle in the league. So, so if I'm sitting back looking at what Hargrave got, what what am I worth? Yeah. If I'm Chris Jones, yeah. he didn't put a number out there. He just said, "Hey, look." I just want to raise. That's all. No, I mean we were hearing twenty eight. That's man. That's a lot. I don't think he's getting that either. I think, he, hey, I think he's pushing it a little bit there. He at know? least deserves a, a Hargrave type of salary. Yeah, or, or you know something, something close to that. Yeah, you know, you know. I, I think it get, it'll get to a point. Chiefs understand how important he is to them. They'll they'll figure this thing out. All right. I don't know if you've ever had. I, I've never had it. The Sunday NFL ticket. Have you ever no, had it? No, my all brother right, so- has, but not me. Okay, so um, DirecTV held the rights to it from 94 to last year. Long, pretty yeah. long run. Uh, now it's moved to YouTube and YouTube TV. Yes. So that, that's where it's at. And that's the only place the fans can, can go uh, to subscribe, according to the NFL VP of Communications. That's Jeff Miller. Um, you know, it, it's let me give you his quote. Uh, YouTube and YouTube TV are the only place to go for fans at home wanting to subscribe to the Sunday NFL ticket. We are aware of consumer confusion resulting from advertising in the marketplace. The NFL wants its millions of fans to know where to get the Sunday NFL ticket uh, and that we stand against deceptive advertising. What he's referring to is commercials from DirecTV in which Travis Kelsey says direct TV sports central gives you access to every game just in the case. 
I wonder if they're going to put a, a stop to that. Um, I think they should because that is mass confusion for yeah. a lot of people, you know. And there are a lot of people, Rob, and not just in the United States, but around the world, that get this this package. Yep. You know, you know, military people stationed elsewhere, people relocated because of uh, their professions. Um, and that's well, Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands can't get it because YouTube isn't. I guess you can't get YouTube there. Wow. Mm. But Rob, YouTube now has that kind of money. Yeah, man. To get the NFL package like that, man. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. doggone good, brother. No, it is. It is pretty good. Um, so speaking of contracts, T. Higgins is looking for a major contract uh, extension. Uh, when asked if they were close, he said no clue. So that's uh, where we are with T. Higgins. Well, Problem is, he's got Jamar Chase. He's got, uh, yeah. you know, that, that's a loaded bunch there. So yeah. Tyler Boyd. He may have to go elsewhere to get his money. And you know what? A receiver like that, he doesn't care where he goes as long as he gets paid. You know? I agree. I agree. Um, and especially if somehow, someway, Cincinnati won a Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's off to the next day. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, Denzel Ward has cleared concussion protocol. He's okay. good to go uh, on Sunday against the Bengals. That's big. That I'm a big, big. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Denzel Ward. Hard yep. hitter, very smart, instinctive player. I've always been a big fan of his. Um, that just adds more fuel to the arsenal, baby. Yep. That's it. Uh, this is pretty cool, man. Um, for Sunday's game, the Titans and the Saints, the Titans are going to have former linebacker Tim Shaw, yeah. who is dealing with ALS, yeah. uh, serve as their honorary captain. Mm-hmm. And New Orleans is going to have Steve Gleason, who's also dealing with ALS as their captain. That's that's pretty awesome. Well, that, Steve, that's a nice yeah. thing. Yeah. Steve Gleason's story has been well documented for years. Um, you know, it's it, he's he's had features done on him of various networks. Um, Man, you talk about a, a heartbreaking, gut-wrenching story when you consider where he was as a player in life with family yeah. and to be reduced to this. And, you know, you hate to see it, but I think that's cool that both teams are doing that, you know. Um, you know, just to let these guys know, hey, we haven't forgotten about yeah, you. Yeah, we're thinking of you, man. Yeah. You're still you're still a part of the family. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure they will tie it into uh, fundraising for AL because there's no cure. We don't no. have a cure for ALS, man. And no. it's uh, if you if you know anybody who's been through it, you're you're, you're literally a prisoner of your own body. Your mind is there. It's it's mm. it's cruel and unusual, man. It really, really, I don't know how else to put it. So uh, hopefully, you know. And the Saints are paying, uh, according to Eagles fan, paying Gleason's medical bills, which is that's which, awesome. Which is great. That's awesome. Astronomical. Um, yeah, real. I'm sure they are. I am sure they are through the roof. Um, all right, so we, we're we're both – we gave you a score a little bit earlier uh, for the Eagles. I think it's a little bit tighter than you do, Derek. Um, you think the Eagles will – actually, you had it as a push. Eagles winning by four. I had the, I had the Eagles yeah. winning by three, which would right. be a cover for, 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 the, uh, uh, for the Patriots. Yeah. Give me who your player of the game is. Who player of the game? I'm going to say Jalen. All right. Jalen's got to deliver the goods, uh, and he's going up against a pretty good defense. And I think they'll figure that thing out, and he'll and he'll 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 slice them up eventually. He may not it may not be pretty early on, but he'll slice them up eventually. I'm going to say Jalen. Ball's in his hands. He's got to move that offense. I'm I'm going to go Slay. I think for whatever reason, yeah. Darius Slay comes up big on Sunday. I think there could be an interception involved. I just think we're going to. 
we're going to come away from that game saying, man, that's the best he's looked in the long beginning of last year. Mm. I, I think Slay's going to play very well for them on the defensive side. I think the other one to watch, I think the Kobe Dean's going to play well. I, I, I don't know that it's going to result in like turnovers or anything like that, but I think, you know, we're going to step away saying, man, he was, he was really good in that game. So I have a good feeling about Nicobe Dean in that one. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just a, just a vibe, just a vibe here on that game. Oh, the, you know, the one other game we didn't touch on that I wanted to get to because it's the NFC. Uh, and, and this one, I don't anticipate this one being close and the point spread agrees with me. We'll see. Um, but it is, it is the, uh, the Cardinals at the commanders sold out in Washington, Derek, Washington, seven point favorites in that one. I want to make sure we cover all the NFC East here. What do you think in that one? Um, I, I agree. Um, a lot of people are excited about this. Uh, Sam Howell. You got Joshua Dobbs quarterbacking for 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 Arizona. Yeah. Um, they don't have much by way of receivers. They don't have a lot, you know, uh, on defense. Um, I think I, I think it'll be a low scoring game, but. I like Washington's defense a lot better than I like Arizona's. And because it's home, uh, you said, what, the spread is seven? Seven. Yeah, I think Washington wins this one by seven or eight points. I do, too. I don't I don't think it's close. I don't believe in Josh Dobbs. Uh, and it's not just him. I don't believe in much that they have. I don't think there's a lot of threats on defense. I don't think there's a lot no. of weapons on no. offense. Uh, it's going to come down to Sam Howell. And how he plays, but I would uh, I would try to pound them on the ground with with Brian Robinson. Yes, uh, and and you know if, if McLaren's good, which it seems like he is with the toe, get him. Jihad Dotson on some deep shots involved. Uh, try and take it to them early and have Washington just fold tent. Yes, That's what I would do, man. I, I would I would try and just hammer them into submission. <laughs> you know, early in this thing, build up a lead and just beat them down. Beat them yep. into submission. Absolutely. Um, all right, so we, we I mentioned this, to, uh, I think, during our show meeting, but I don't think we got to it yet on the show. Team USA was upset by Germany in the in the FIBA World Cup semifinals in basketball. We lost. Mm. We're, not, we're not winning gold here, not taking home the prize. But more teams, Rob, are catching up, and you figure a, a lot of these teams play with, with NBA players yeah. you know, in a lot of cases. Uh, or, you know, uh, players that play in American, American period. Mm-hmm. These countries don't fear American basketball anymore. Let's face it. The days of the dream teams are over. You know, let's face it. You know, plain and simple. And and so now let's see how the United States responds in terms of trying to put a better product on the, on, on the court. You yeah. know, that's going to be a tough one. It's I know. Tough. Like, there isn't the fear factor anymore that, that there used well, to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're just, it's that was, I think, a great advantage. I think it's one of the things like Mike Tyson had for a long time, but the USA in basketball certainly had that. And that's, it's not there anymore. And we we got to bring our A game every single time. This is the second straight time in the World Cup that we're not winning a gold. Second time. That's not you, good. You look at countries, <clears throat> Spain, Italy, you know, uh, countries like that, uh, Germany, <coughs> um, they continue to get better and better. Basketball becomes bigger and bigger in, in these countries. Um, and it, to me, it doesn't seem like the U.S. puts as much emphasis as it once did mm-hmm. on, on representing in, in these games. And if that's the trend, we're going to be talking about this more. The United States 
uh, playing second fiddle to other countries that are putting even more emphasis now on their international basketball brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Ingram didn't play in the game. He had an upper respiratory illness. Anthony Edwards had 23. Michael Bridges had 17. And they lost. Uh, you know, uh, Jalen Brunson, 15 and 7, uh, came up a little bit small, did the USA. So that's a, mm-hmm. that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Uh, all right, last one. And then we're going to get a timeout. We got birthdays. We got movies. Again, we'll, we'll circle back to our predictions here and all that good stuff. But this was pretty cool. So Pearl Jam had a concert at uh, United Arena, which is the United Center where the where the Bulls play and the Blackhawks yep. play. Okay. Yep. Uh, Chris Chelios played a long time for the Chicago Blackhawks. Yep. Also played for the Red Wings. But So in the middle of the concert, Eddie Vedder, the lead singer, announced that Chris Chelios' number seven jersey is going to be retired by the Blackhawks, and he was in attendance. Wow. Isn't that cool? No, dude, that's cool. And I'm sure the Blackhawks had something to do with setting this thing up. Yeah, totally. But, but like, dude, can you imagine awesome. finding it out that way? All of a sudden, you're like, wait, what? You just out there to have a good time with family and friends. You, you've seen a, a recording artist you, you, you've been listening to for years. You know, he doesn't know you're in the audience. He probably doesn't know you from Adam. And all of a sudden, he stops the concert and make this announcement. I bet it brought the house down. Yeah, it was. It, it was. It was a really cool moment, man. I was. I, I was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. That is uh, that's a memorable way to go. You know, that's for sure. Um, all right, let, let's uh, let's get a timeout in here, Gunner. Let's come back. We're going to talk to uh, to Alex. I think it'll be fun. We're going to talk to Alex Gatto and Nick Learman. Uh, I remember I told you earlier about what Bravo Pizza is doing here yes. um, for Team Foster, where we, we we connect vets here with service dogs. Well, we're going to get it from, you know, straight from the uh, from these guys. And they're going to fill us in on everything that's going into this and the event that's going to take place on Monday. We'll do that. We'll get to your birthdays. We'll get to the movies, all that good stuff when we come back. So don't go anywhere. He's Derek Gunn. I am Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take. Right back. Passionately, go fearlessly, go confidently. Go first. <clears throat> go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, go first. and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go first.
the greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. We are back. Yes, we are. That is Derek Gunn. I am Rob Ellis. What is that shirt, Gunner? What, what, what is that? What are we it's rocking? from the uh, Smithsonian. Oh, uh, right. okay. It's a dinosaur my daughter and son-in-law. My grandson got it for me earlier this summer when they were down there at the Smithsonian Institute in D.C. Nice. Um, I, love, I love museums, and so they, they brought it for me, so. Got, hey man, cool. all the uh, all the babysitting you do, but the least they could they could do is hook you up. They take, they take care of me. I can, you know I can't complain. They take care. They take care of Big Daddy. Okay, all right. Now, are you? Do you have? Are you? Do you have the little ones tonight too? Heck no. Oh, so you have a night off. All right. Yes. yes. <laughs> I can breathe tonight. Did you? Yes. Did you get? Oh, any oh. No. Yeah. Come to think of it, <clears throat> I have the four year old for a few hours because. My middle daughter and my son-in-law, they want to go to a movie. And they said, can you take care of Cruz for four uh-huh. hours? Cruz is easy compared to these other two. Right, right. So yeah, we see Cruz. Cruz. Cruz pops in on our pre-show meetings sometimes. He's, yeah. he's pretty chill. Yeah, Cruz, Cruz is pretty chill. He, as long as Cruz has his – he has his phone and he has his iPad. This kid knows more about swiping and finding stuff than I do. Yeah. As long as he has the stuff, he's cool. So That's, that's good. You know. That's good. Um. All right. So uh, as I mentioned, you know, you hear me um, each and every day, in fact, uh, yes, talking about uh, Bravo Pizza and just how good the food is there. But uh, very special what's taking place um, this Monday, which is you know fitting because it's September 11th. Right. Um, and, and all that they're doing for Team Foster and joining us right now, we're looking forward to. Uh, to, to speaking with both of these gentlemen, uh, we have first off the the owner of Bravo, and that is Alex Gatto, and we have Nick Learman of Team Foster. They're both jumping in uh, to talk to us. First of all, welcome to the show, gentlemen. How are we doing? What's up, fellas? Hey, guys, doing good. Yes, good, good. I, I, Alex. First off, I tell Gunner all the time, man, we gotta we gotta get uh, we gotta do a remote there so he can he can get his his grub on, man. You know of what I'm saying? Course. I see Rob every Friday, man. I haven't seen him yet. What's going on? My, my, my wife is twisting my arm. She's seen these commercials so many times. She's like, we got to go there. And I see, you know, I keep hearing all these fabulous foods, the pastas and the wraps and the pizzas. You know, Rob continuously entices me. So, and I'm a connoisseur of good food. So, yes, you yes. Make a surprise trip right I told I told Rob tonight, we're going to make him a grandma upside down pizza. Yes. So, ooh, I'm up starving right now. 
I mean, you might be seeing me early. Alex. That's, that's all I'm saying. So, what, uh, so what's in this pizza? What's a grandma upside down? What's in this thing? It's like a thin Sicilian. It's topped with mozzarella and provolone. Ooh. And put plum tomato sauce on top. Oh, yeah. oh on man. Yeah, so you got to check it out, man. Yes. We're, we're going to get Gunner there. We got to drag him out of Delaware. I'm held, I'm held hostage by grandkids every Stop. day. I can't go anywhere. Stop. Stop. Well, All right. Rob, Rob will take you over here. I'll take care of you. I'll take care of you. Also, uh, we're also joined by Nick Learman. Nick, first off, thanks for thanks for coming on, man. Nick yeah. is the founder. He's also the executive director of Team Foster. So I explained it a little bit earlier, Nick. Can you just again, I'm sure you can do it a lot more uh, loquaciously than I did, but explain to us you know, just what you guys do, what it's all about. And then we'll get into to, to the fundraiser that you guys are having on Monday. But go ahead. Awesome. Absolutely. First, thanks for having me on. Uh, second, if we could use smaller words, loquacious <laughs> is outside of my vocabulary. Did that for Derek. Derek I'm likes not, that word. I think no, I said we're going, huh? Much what? Yes. Derek's <laughs> truculent. Yeah. Um, so Team Foster, the, the backstory is this. It's, we're called Team Foster because it was founded in honor of my buddy, Eric Foster. Uh, Eric and I were ROTC cadets together in Pittsburgh. We commissioned on active duty at the same time. And he was a huge influence on me and a lot of the folks that we served with, um, really in two areas. One was pushing himself and always doing hard things and, and pushing those around him to, to, to accomplish more, to do harder things. And second... He was the consummate teammate. He was always looking out for everybody else. He was, whether it was at PT, out at the bar, and things go sideways, or volunteering on the weekends, Eric was, he was the guy. Um, unfortunately, Eric was, uh, he was on his second tour in Iraq when he was killed in action. Mm-hmm. So Team Foster, Team Foster, rather, was founded to honor his legacy of pushing ourselves to do hard things and also of taking care of our teammates. Mm-hmm. And we do that by raising money to provide service dogs for injured and disabled veterans. Um, I don't know how many people wear. Sometimes I feel like everybody knows. Sometimes I feel like nobody knows, but suicide is a, a really massive problem in the veteran and service member community. Um, largely in part because of post-traumatic stress, traumatic brain injuries. Um, and I could go on for probably another 30 minutes, but what we know is that these are really complicated problems and that every single veteran that, that suffers from these challenges yeah. um, is a little bit different, has a little bit di- uh, different constellation of symptoms. It's very unique. It's very idiosyncratic. I'll throw a nice big word yeah. back. Oh, you, constellation um, idiosyncratic. Yeah. Right. Um, and we're not going to be able to medicate our way through this problem. We cannot, we have over a quarter million uh, veterans and service members that have, uh, have dealt with these issues. We're wow. losing 20 plus men and women every single day. So by the time we're done talking today, over the course of your show, over three hours, that's three people that will take their own lives. Um, but what we know is that although we have this massively complicated problem, we have a really elegant solution in service dogs. Service dogs, um, everybody sort of uns- understands the fundamental power or the fundamental benefit of having a pet, right? That unconditional love, that you know, attention, that partner, got it. That, that, but that's not what we're talking about. That's just the base the base level. We are talking about animals that have been trained for two years intensively, are trained and accredited. And you're talking about dogs that are capable, have really, really significant capabilities. By, for example, service dogs have the capacity to detect uh, b- drops in blood insulin level for someone who's diabetic. Mm-hmm. They can detect panic attacks before they happen. They can, mm-hmm. you, this is less for the service dog community, but dogs are capable of detecting cancer inside a human being. Obviously, we know what working canines can do. So you sort of take that capacity, right? 
and you take that, this really complicated problem, and it becomes a really elegant solution. Um, so that's what we do. That's a the long answer to a short question, Rob. That, that's um, awesome, man. I mean, first of all, that's incredible. And thank you for the work that you do. Let me just no say question. that. Um, so, well, this, so this would be our second fundraiser with them, actually. Wow. You know, we like as Bravo, we always try to help out anybody in need. Yeah. So that's all we're doing. And I actually got my brother involved in it this year. So now not only Bravo Havertown, Bravo Oxford is going to be helping out and donating 12% of the proceeds to Team Foster. Yeah, that's awesome, Al. And, and it's it's from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. this Monday, which is very fitting, guys, right. September 11th, right? Um, so that that is that is so huge. How did you guys get hooked up here, Alex? How did, how did you and Nick uh, come about uh, doing this? Well, Randy, uh, he's a customer of mine. So he came in, he comes in all the time, and he's like, hey, listen, I have I have something for you that uh, we need a little help. And when I was talking about Team Foster, and I'm like, sure, sure thing. I'm, you know, I'm here to help. Whatever we can do to help, I'm here. So that's what I, that's where I got it from. And I'm not surprised because I know how much you give back to your community, too. I, and I'm not just saying this to blow smoke. I'm, I know what goes on in there, whether it's any kind of charitable effort, the Little League comes in you know, whatever. And it just, it just came about. Was, so is Randy a vet? Is, is he a guy? Is that how he knows? He's actually one of our board members. Okay. Um, and okay. he actually, it's not actually why the signs back here. We have a, a, a cycling event that we initially Randy did for the first time six or seven years ago. Okay. Um, and yeah, he went to Alex's shop and went over to Bravo and said, Hey, you know, are you guys interested in coming back and supporting again this year? And Alex immediately stepped up and then, you know, he reaches out to you guys and uh, here we are. That's and Nick, awesome. I, I, Nick, I don't think it can be overstated because I'm somewhat aware of what um, these dogs can do. It, it, it's therapeutic for a lot of people who are going through emotional and, and mental distress. And the studies have shown just sitting there, just petting a dog, just interacting with an animal uh, reduces the stress levels and the emotional problems uh, that people have. And I think that's one, I think that's one of the major aspects that's overlooked is how something so simple is so beneficial to people who are going through these emotional and, 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 and uh, mental wars with themselves. Yep. And I, I think it's, you know, we don't, especially now that we're officially out of the global war on terror, right? That's officially yep. wrapped up. Um, and, and Rob, to your point, yeah, 20 years, it'd be 22 years Man. on Monday. But that is two decades of men and women that we have put in harm's way. That's in addition, of course, to all the training and all the things that non, the smaller scale things that are going across the globe all the time. Right. But just to give you an example, guys, so uh, a vet that we've worked with in the past uh, had developed a, a, an anxiety or a panic attack trigger around coming home and, and getting to his apartment door. Months and months of kicking doors in downrange, doing, you know, doing the hardest, riskiest things that we can ask our service members to do. A pretty natural, you know, understandable connection, right? Mm -hmm. What we don't really process, we hear that and we're like, oh, well, you're just a little anxious coming home. Well, if you're anxious coming home, then you don't want to leave. So now you're inside your apartment and you're already processing like, okay, well, if I go out to the store to grab a bite to eat or go to the, you know, grab the grocery store or go see some friends, I know what the, this debilitating, super anxiety provoking experience is going to be when I come home. So now the we come what starts as sort of like a smaller trigger ends up developing into a full fledged mental health phenomenon that's debilitating. Wow. Well, you can't medicate your way through that, but what you can do is you can train a dog. And we, this is what happened. His service dog was trained to clear his house. So he knocks on the door, opens the door, instead of going in with his buddies, you know, arms up, 
sends the dog in. Dog goes room to room to room, comes back, alerts him, says, hey, everybody's good. All of a sudden, anxiety's gone. He's gone, ready to go. And now he's gotten his entire life back. It's that that's awesome. And that wow. you're right. I wouldn't have thought of that kind of thing. Honest to God, I, w- I would just think, oh, the dog's by my side. It'll calm me down. But it's specific can specifically be trained to help folks with whatever mm. their struggles are. And and correct me if I'm wrong, Nick and Alex, it, it, it takes about costs about twenty five thousand to train these dogs. I mean, when you you know, this doesn't just happen overnight, this kind of thing. You don't snap your fingers and these dogs can do all these great things you're talking about. Yeah. If you, if you want to properly train and accredit a service dog, yeah, it takes two years, takes at least $25,000. But that's exactly why having people like Alex and Bravo step up is so important. We are a, we're Philadelphia found, local founded. We are, listen, we're expanding. We're, we've been, had a great few years coming out of COVID, but we could not do it. Right. We can't make, raise these assets with people like unless we have people like Alex in our community stepping up without, you know, without you guys giving us the platform yeah. to talk about what it is, because I think it's very easy to go. Oh, OK, hey, I like vets. I like dogs. Great. Here's a here's a five dollar check. See a great good luck. Right. But it really is so much more complex, so much more effective and also resource intensive. So um, we we're it, over the moon. We're really, really grateful for Alex. Well, and Bravo. Here's the website too, that people can donate, even if they can't get out to, to Bravo, which I, and I want to tell everybody where, where you guys are located too in a second, Alex, but uh, you can go to teamfoster.org slash donate teamfoster.org slash donate Alex. When they, when they pop in Monday, do they need to, to mention team foster or, or is it just everything automatic? No, they don't need to mention anything. So this okay. is what we're, we're going to do everybody that comes in. No matter who it is, what they're coming for, it's everybody. So, and okay. that's the same my brother's store. And uh, his name is Nucho. So, the Bravo Pizza in Oxford, same exact thing. Just come in, grab lunch, and at the end of the night, it's all the sales. And, 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 and by the way, you can go um, – I, I mention this all the time when, when I talk about how, how much I love Bravo Pizza, which I do. Uh, but, yeah, check it out. No hero left behind. But you can also go to – the Bravo Pizza of to check out, you know, any for fundraisers or, uh, you know, Facebook or whatever on Facebook or Instagram for daily specials promotions. But it's the Bravo Pizza of Oxford for your brother's place. But Bravo Pizza of Havertown is 1305 Westchester Pike, Manoa Shopping Center in Havertown. Uh, and it's 610-446-3810. And then, you know, beyond that, just again, to keep everybody up to speed with with where everything is bravo pizza of oxford and that's uh, alex's brother that's at 601 commons drive oxford pa 610-467-1616 go ahead alex thank you guys i appreciate it yeah um yep, absolutely sure you guys stop in monday uh gunner you're gonna come in right I don't know about monday but i am coming i promise you uh, I'm coming. i'll get him in there at some point alex don't worry <laughs> Do it, man. You gotta yeah. try to beat. The my, my, my wife stays on me. My wife is on me, so I gotta, I gotta show up. You gotta see the setup. Like it is unbelievable. Yeah. It's like an assembly line. They're, they're, they are amazing. Like it's, it's yeah. Alex, yeah. his, his father-in-law, and, and the crew. You can see them working behind Alex right now. They're, they're the yeah, best. All, they are the absolute best. Yeah. All family. same thing with my brother too. All family. Everything is. We put thirty different pizzas on the counter, guys. Thirty different pizzas. I'm in. I'm in. All right. Uh, hey, Nick, hey, Nick, uh, Nick, I yeah. just want to ask you something real quick, because yeah. when it comes to uh, police dogs, you know, policemen love to use the German Shepherd because of the specifics. When it comes to the dogs that you guys, is there a specific breed that's easier to train more so than others? 
Sure. So there's a, there's a couple different types of animals that we that are used. Primarily, they're la uh, Labrador retrievers. So okay. the, you classically see black, brown, yellow labs. Um, some of the organizations, some of our partners do use German shepherds. Okay. Shepherds tend to run a little bit higher drive, right? Which makes them better working dogs. Yeah. Um, which is one of the interesting parts of this process, right? Is sometimes a dog, you get through the process, um, and ultimately it ends up not being, it's not going to be up to snuff, right? Or it's not really made out to be a service dog. Um, yeah. we have, there are relationships with organizations like the police, courts for facility dogs, also the CIA doing some, uh, you know, covert act missions out there for our higher drive animals. Um, but yeah, and oh, by the way, if you guys are interested in sort of tracking the process, one of our dogs is also sponsored by the Phillies. So you may have seen the coverage for yeah. major, um, it's the service dog and training. Uh, that's uh, in our partnership with the Phillies that we're obviously oh, super cool. excited about. Um, and he's a, you know, becoming a, becoming a local celeb in his own I, I've seen him. I've done shows from down there and I've seen him walking past our booth before. Yeah. And he, he's a little rock star, man. Oh, yeah. like it, he's, he is. The, it, we did the, uh, when we first made the announcement, you know, we did a bunch of press and all that. And I, I, I've never felt less significant in my life <laughs> than when I'm holding a puppy and, you know, adults are just walking up to me, not even acknowledging that I exist like over and over and over. Yeah, it, it was a trip. That's cool, man. That's cool. Well, listen, uh, appreciate both of you guys. So let yeah. me, again, please Thank go you. to teamfoster.org slash donate. And Great of course, job. Bravo Pizza of Havertown, Bravo Pizza of Oxford will be donating 12% of all proceeds on Monday from, from open till eight o'clock to Team Foster. Alex, awesome job out of you, my yes. brother. I'm looking forward Absolutely. to seeing you later. Yes. Nick, Keep up the, the the critical work that you're doing, man. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, you guys so much. My and Nick, Nick, I'm honored to be doing this for you, too. Okay, we appreciate you, man. I'm looking forward to seeing you on Monday. Any, I don't need an excuse to grab a slice of pizza, but this is a great <laughs> there one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, thanks. And enjoy your weekend and, and looking forward to Monday. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Thanks. See you guys. Take care, right. guys. Take care. That, that is two good people right there, T-Gun. Two, two guys. Uh, doing things for, for, for others. And it's a critical cause, you know, to say the least. That's awesome. That is awesome. Wow. When you have a stat 20 people a day. Scary. A day. Yeah. That's scary, man. That, that, that's scary. And, and it's been that way for decades uh, where our former military has not gotten the proper help to make the transition back into civilian life. Um, some organizations have done a great job trying to combat, combat this issue, yeah. but so much more needs to be done. And you look at this, you know, you look at this organization, one of many out there, just letting letting former vets know that we have now forgotten about you. Amen. Amen. Well said. All right. Let, let's end uh, a on a little fun note, Derek, like we always do. Let's do some birthdays. All right. All right. Uh, we'll start with uh, Doylestown's own Pink. Pink. Pink is 44 today. Yeah. Wow. What a career, man. What a career. She said. Uh, Gaten Matarazzo uh, from Stranger Things. <sighs> There you go. Bless Matarazzo. you. Good, 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 good. Uh, Wiz Khalifa, 36 today. Yeah. Patsy Klein, uh, singer died, you know, prematurely. 32, uh, born in 1932. Peter Sellers, the uh, the great actor, born in 1925. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. He's 82 years young today. Jonathan Taylor Thomas from Home Improvement is 42 today. Bethlehem, PA. That's right. Uh, David Arquette, who was once married to Courtney Cox. He is uh, the sister, the brother of Roseanne and uh, who's the other Arquette? Patricia Arquette. He's 52. Benjamin Orr, who was a uh, founding member, lead uh, co-lead singer of The Cars. He was born in 1947. Uh, Lorenz Tate is 48 years old today. 
excellent actor. Uh, Sid Caesar, uh, the old comedian actor, was born in 1922. Amy Mann, the singer, is 63 today. Mina Kimes, who just got paid by ESPN, is 1.7 million a year. Oof. She got paid. She's 38. Uh, Matthew Della Vadova is 33 years old. Uh, Garrett Cole, Yankees pitcher, 33. Uh, Zadarius Smith is 31 years old. The great Maurice Cheeks. Love yep. Bo Cheeks, man. Uh, he is 67 today. Adrian Cronauer, who was uh, Robin Williams' character in, in Good Morning Vietnam, is based after him. He is 85 years old today. Uh, Tyler Eifert. The the yep. for the former tight end is thirty three, Matt Barkley former Eagle thirty three, yeah. yeah. L. C. Greenwood who was a bad man. Uh, oh man, could he play or what? D. God, uh, yeah, he's celebrating a birthday as well. You got anybody else? Uh, Heather Thomas sixty six today. Yep. Uh, Frankie Jonas of the Jonas Brothers is twenty three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank Cady was born on this day nineteen fifty nine. Where you say who is Frank Cady? He plays Sam Drucker on the old Green Acre series. Oh, God. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. But not yeah. only that, he plays Sam Drucker in three different series. Green Acres, Petticoat Junction, and Beverly Hillbillies. He was Sam Drucker in all three. Oh, my God. Were That's they crazy. all spinoffs of each other, those shows? No. No. Oh, okay. okay. But Petticoat Junction was, but not, not Beverly Hillbillies. Okay. Uh, you have uh, Carl Joseph, who was a safe, strong safety-free agent. Big boy, radio personality, big boy. Is uh, 54 today. Rachel Hunter is 54 on this day. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. Real quick here. um, Amani Toomer, former wide receiver in the NFL, is 49. Latrell Sprewell, who went crazy in the latter stages of his uh, NBA career, is 53 and just happens to be from the great city of Milwaukee. Leonard Floyd, Buffalo defensive end, is 31. And Lim Barney, one of the great safeties in the NFL, cornerbacks in the NFL, Hall of Famer, uh, uh, 78 today. Okay, uh, and Loki's asking, it, it is teamfoster.org slash donate. Teamfoster.org slash donate, if you could. Whatever you have, any, any, yeah. there it is. Anything you got, it's appreciated, okay? We get it. We get you, know, whatever you can do uh, would be great. All right, I'll quickly. And, and real quick, uh, looking at Loki's story as we, we were yeah. talking to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loki, just uh, blessed to be here. Don't forget that, man. You know, Amen. we all go through things, some more severe than others, man. Blessed, blessed to have you in this chat, and just thank God that you're still here with us, man. Hang in uh, there. You, you definitely came through the trials and tribulations, brother, and you're still here. Yep, and uh, you, you know, you ever need to talk, reach out, okay? Reach out to somebody. It, it's we know, we know people are going through things, man. Yeah, man. Trust me, trust no. me. We, we've all been there, uh, and we, we're all, and a lot of us are still going through some stuff, so hang in there. Uh, that's it. We're, we'll bag the movies today, Gunner. We're up again. Yeah, so no problem. Yeah. Uh, but but again, we, I think we both are on the same page. Eagles win. I think it's going to be a little bit closer than, than people may think. Want to thank Tone. Yep. Tone, great job producing as always, my oh. friend. Everybody in the chat, everybody streaming, everybody listening. Don't go anywhere. National Football Show with Dan Cilio is coming your way. Gunner, have a great weekend, brother. You say, uh, my brother. Looking forward to uh, recapping everything on Monday. Everybody, enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. Thank you.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.